0: to another episode of a writer's rambling today at the moment i'm basically unsure if i want to talk about the not safe work topic or the topic of voices i said that i was going to do one of the two uh, one of the two episodes so i have this random stupid um, coaster that i've been using in a sense and i'm just gonna flip it like a coin in a sense okay Heads, I do voices. Tails I do not say for work. So tails. Alright. So (laughs) today of course is that. Um so that basically means that um the last episode that you saw did not have the any kind of warning telling you that I'm gonna be talking about something else. So today's uh, class is actually going to be about not safe for work. Alright, I'm gonna stick with that. I have my drink, I have also Doritos. And, of course, oh, my God, hold on. Sorry, I normally like to have a blanket around me. Not really around me, but I like to have a blanket, you know? I would totally be that teacher. If I was a female teacher, I would totally be that teacher that, like, has a, um, like, a long cape kind of thing. And, honestly, I think I'm going, if I were to have my own class and stuff like that, I think I would still be that teacher regardless. Or have some kind of random... I don't know, something, because, Jesus Christ, I know for fact, like, schools be getting cold as shit, depending on where the classroom is, you know, <laughs> so, today, ooh, um, actually, yeah, let's do a warning, so today, right now, this part is going to be a warning, okay, so this is going to be your warning that this is going to be the not safe for work episode, all right, this is a big class, all right, this is a big serious class that, um, you know, um, is going to be talking about a, re- not a serious subject, but it's kind of going to be talking about a serious subject, okay, so, of course, this is a, cla- um, I don't know, I don't, unfortunately, there's no way for me to basically be able to tell your age, unfortunately, there is technically a way, but at the same time, I haven't been paying attention to all that much, the details of it, so, I don't really know, you know, eh, I don't really know. The my analytics are still technically fucked up because of the last time that I had my podcast, like when I when I first started it. So it does technically say that the age range that I normally have is in their thirties and the other age range is in the eighteens uh 18 to 20 something zone and I think technically there was also a thing about a 17 year old thingy I gotta go double check that unfortunately I can't check that right now because I'm still recording at the moment but yeah unfortunately I don't pay attention to that like if I had paid attention earlier and I was able to see and take note of what the, the status or what these numbers are saying at the prior Then I would be able to have a good assessment on whether or not my student in class or any of my students in class are of proper age. Um, I'm assuming, however, that, you know, my podcast is technically marked as explicit. I originally put it there because of the fact that my I originally put it there for two reasons. One, because of my excessive cursing. I do curse a lot, so of course, that's a reason why I put it as an explicit podcast. Plus, I also thought that this would mainly not really be a podcast for little kids to be listening to anyway. Have you met me? I'm not for little kids. Okay? I'm not for little kids. I've never been for little kids. Okay, I do love little kids and stuff like that, but at the same time, me, me as a personality normally is not for little kids. Okay, you you know how it is when you meet little kids or you, when you're hanging around little kids, you you know you kind of act a little bit differently than you normally would, you know, you kind of have you, it's you're you're putting yourself into a, like a kid filter, you know, you filter yourself for the kid, so of course that's that's that, but for me, you know, you know for a fact already by this point in the class by this point in um, you know our class and how many classes that you've been with me, then you should already know that I'm not for kids. Love them, but at the same time, (laughs) I I can acknowledge that I'm probably not the best person to be around children. Okay? I don't think that the kids can have anything really great to learn from me. (laughs) Like, mommy, what's fuck? (laughs) Like, you know? (laughs) Or like, mommy, what's a bastard? (laughs) You know, like random shit like that. Like, oh my god. That's funny. Anyway. Of course I would acknowledge, or not acknowledge, but of course I'm aware that I can't curse in front of kids, but still, there's just, I don't know, I don't really know, I don't really know, kids, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, I could totally watch a kid for like a day, or like, not a day, but like, maybe, the longest I can probably do is like three days, but like... After three days, your kid's gonna be learning some shit that they shouldn't be learning. <laughs> After three days of dealing with me, you're, and especially depending on how annoying your kid is, depending on how annoying your kid is, they're gonna be learning shit faster. The more annoying the kid is, the faster they're gonna learn. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, they wake me up, like, dumb early in the morning, and then I'll just be like, oh, my fuck, why you gotta wake me so fucking early in the morning? What are you, Hitler? Or something, like, literally some bullshit. Like, I'm just making that up, but, oh, my God, I just guarantee you that their kid, that kid is gonna repeat some shit, that they're gonna be like, the parents are gonna look at me like, you taught him that? And I'll be like, what? You gave me this little kid, and I just, you know, he just learned random things that I said. Or, like, your kid is going to come home talking about all the gay slang in the world. Like, oh my god, mommy, let's have a kiki. What, what's a kiki? Mommy, it's a kiki. Let's have a kiki. And then she starts doing a whole little, oh my god, that was so cute. That would be so fucking cute. But anyway, um, focusing back onto the main thing, getting sidetracked and all that shit. But to focus on to the main thing, this is, of course, going to be the warning. So the warning basically is that if you are uncomfortable with this kind of topic, you don't have to listen, okay? I'm, this is going to sound disrespectful. This is going to sound disrespectful, but at the same time, this is how I handle my class, and this is technically how I handle people in general, okay? This is going to be the not safe for work episode. So this specific topic is going to be something that a lot of people might not be comfortable with. If you are uncomfortable with this topic, go somewhere. Okay? You don't technically need to be a part of this topic. Okay? There's no reason that you need to listen and there's no reason that you don't need to listen. There's no reason that you have to listen and there's no reason that you need to leave. Okay? This is completely a topic that if you want to be here, then you can. But at the end of the day, it's not something that you have to physically leave or something else like that, you know? Now, technically, I'm going to be treating this sort of like a sex ed class, kind of. I'm going to be treating it a little bit like that solely because this is mainly for educational purposes, okay? The point of this podcast is mainly for educational purposes, to be able to teach people about things that they normally wouldn't really notice or just things that you could be able to put into your own story, you know, random things that you can be able to put into your own story because you never really thought of it in that way. Or, you, you know, there's just random things that you never really encountered and things like that, you know? I would argue that if you're creating a story... Hold on, let me... Traffic. Sorry, I'm thirsty. I need traffic... That's a band? Okay, that's... <laughs> that's not helpful. Street... Yeah, street noises. Anyway, but um, as I was saying... Um, just hold on for one second. Ugh. One, it's cold. The can of soda that I have is a Pepsi. I'm out of Mountain Dew, unfortunately. Um, so one, it's a Pepsi. That's not bad. I do love Pepsi, but at the same time, I don't like drinking Pepsi if I've been drinking a lot of Mountain Dew. Because it's like two different, not textures, but it's like two different levels, you know, like, Mountain Dew is, like, it's really smooth, it kind of goes down, like, really, really easily, and stuff like that. And so that is, I don't think it's as fizzy, or as rough, I don't know, it's, if you like soda, then you'll get it, you know, but uh, Pepsi, and Co- especially Coke, Coke is worse than Pepsi, but Pepsi is, like, you know, it's definitely, like, an abrasive drink or something, it sounds so, like, weird, I know, for a fact, I'm talking about it as if it's liquor or something, but I don't know, <laughs> if you like drinking Mountain Dew, and then you go to some drink like Pepsi, it's like, holy shit, that's a lot, like, it's a lot of uh, bubbling and, uh, ca- uh sodium, uh, not sodium, but, um, uh, uh, carbonation and all that stuff, it's like a big drink, kinda, but then if you go to, if you're going from Pepsi to Mountain Dew, then it's like, oh my god, this drink is, like, sort of weak, or, like, you know, it's, it's really smooth and something like that, there's barely any carbonation, and it has a nice flavor that basically it's like barely any carbonation. So the combination makes it even smoother. And then if you're going down from like um to go lower is like ginger ale. But then if you're going higher than ginger ale but not as low as Mountain Dew, I think Sprite technically is a little bit higher than Mountain Dew. I think. And Fanta is higher than that. And then like the top la- uh, the top layers are like the most carbonated drinks that are like holy shit you can't just go from a Mountain Dew to that. Um, is like pepsi and then coke right above it coke is worse i i would put coke as a more carbonated thingy than pepsi so that's one that's i love pepsi but it's just a reaction and two it's also cold as shit i don't like cold soda i don't i like room temperature soda uh, or what everybody else would call hot soda (laughs) you know so that's just me so focusing back onto the main thing Um, Of course, I'm going to be treating this sort of like a sex ed class So of course, the main point of this episode is of course mainly for educational purposes and stuff like that So if you don't really want to learn about anything like this, then you don't really need to be here Okay, that's my rule You don't need to be here if you don't want to learn about it, okay? Hell, if anything, anything, I I so wish I could like I wish the school system would be able to be a little bit more lenient Because I would so be that teacher and be like if you don't want to learn anything in my class, don't be here. I think I'm a technically, I think a student, a teacher is allowed to say that, but yeah. Um, if you don't want to learn anything in this class, or if you don't want to learn this specific topic, then just miss that individual class that we mainly dive into it, okay? At the end of the day, I, you know, uh, this class specifically is not... Who? Who in the fuck are you? I'm sorry. Somebody just texted me. You know what? I don't want to deal with it. I don't know who this is. I think I have a good reason of who it is, but I'm not entirely sure. I don't want to deal with it. If it's the person who I think it is, I don't want to deal with it. I don't. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I just got a text from a random person. I sort of know one of the names that the ac- account is assigned or the names that the account is under, I know one of the names, but at the same time the other name, it could be someone I don't know, it could be the person who I think it is, and I don't want to deal with that person right now. I really don't want to deal with them. So, as I was saying, you know, you don't technically, there is no homework, there is no assignments or anything like that. Actually, you know what, I should start assigning things. That's what I should start doing. I should start telling you that uh, your assignment is to design a character like this, or think about this thing and your characters and stuff like that. I really like that, actually. Anyway, but I'm not going to do that. Maybe I will if I'm like, if it's something serious, serious, I probably should have done this for the black hairstyles. I probably should have done that for that because that's a really, or black, uh, or just representation for other minority characters, but still, um, moving on, uh, you know, that's of course the point of the class. We're going to be talking about this topic and it's, some people, I, in my opinion, find it very, very uncomfortable, you know? And once again, this is one of those topics that it either, uh, it relates to your story or has nothing to do with your story. It's one of those topics. If you're writing a story for kids, this has nothing to do with your topic. Uh, This has nothing to do with your, whatever, that you're creating. But if you're creating the story for young adults and stuff like that, but there's no romance or no sexual romantic relationships between characters, then it's technically something that you can learn. You can learn little bits and pieces from this, but at the same time, it's not... The meat of this class is not going to help you. The big topic of this class is not going to help you all that much. And if you're writing an adult fiction or adult story specifically for adults that has sexual scenes and other serious topics and stuff like that, then this can definitely be able to help you. Okay every single character interaction or anything that characters do any interaction between characters can be used to uh to push your plot or make your characters or show off relationships or just anything like that like literally every single interaction from a simple character waking up in the morning and their first thought or they some you somehow show that they're thinking about a different character that pushes the character's relationship it doesn't it's whatever you want to make it. So the character, for in one example, the most likely one that you're probably thinking is a romantic relationship. The character wakes up and the first they think about this other character and you think that's in a romantic way. They're the first thing that comes up to mind when they wake up. But then you can also have it so that it's, you know, they have flashbacks of a horrible thing that this person did. So it's not a romantic relationship that they're thinking about. It's pushing the relationship that they had a horrible relationship, that this was an abusive thing, or this was a violent thing that this character, they weren't even in a relationship. It's just a quote. Okay. They weren't in a romantic relationship. They was just the relations between these two is this kind of thing. You know, it's a violent thing. Or you can have it so that it's a concern. They're not in a relationship, but this character is concerned or just has this random idea or random thought of this person, you know? So it's literally everything. Everything from the character's thoughts to if they think about a character, if it's um, they're texting, they're calling, the, the way that they say hello, the way that they acknowledge the other character's presence, all of this stuff is used to show the dynamic or the relationship between these characters. And, of course, sexual relationships is the exact same thing. It's not really used as often, and it's always mainly used to show off romantic relationships between characters. And that's fine. That's totally fine, but that's not really... You know, it's fine in the most sense. Most people don't fuck people unless it's for a romantic reason. But, at the same time, however, that's not always the best... Not the best, but, you know, you don't have to physically do that. You can make two characters fuck, and they'll never be in a relationship. It's just... Because it's something that could put further uh, further the plot. They were just drunk, or they were all kinds of other stuff like that. So of course, that's another thing. So this is of course a little bit a little um, piece of what the main class is actually going to be about. So of course, the warning. Obviously, we're going to be talking about a lot of sexual things. We're going to be using a lot of uh, vulgar language and things like that. So, of course, if you don't like hearing the word pussy, if you don't like the word dick, you don't like a lot of other fluids and stuff, you're not going to... I'm not going to go into great detail, but at the same time, we are going to be focusing on a little bit of the actual anatomy. Because there is a weird thing where you can tell if an artist specifically... You can tell sort of the gender of the artist in question, you know? Depending on how they draw these things. You can tell that this artist is actually a female or a male. If... Or, you know, I'm saying it this way because I really don't like calling women females. Because that's just weird. (laughs) But you can tell. The reason I'm saying this is because there's also transgender artists as well. So you can learn. You can figure out that, okay, they know a lot about this. But they also... You can probably tell where they started because of how they draw it. You know? You know? You can probably tell. You can, pro- uh, in my opinion, whenever I see these things, I always think to myself, "You're a woman because you know how to draw a pussy and you know actually how to draw it." Okay, I I did not know how to draw one and I never learned. Well, I did learn, but I never learned until I ended up having to learn from a different artist. So when I actually had an artist tell me how to draw one, and I actually had friends tell me how to draw them. So, I never, you know, prior, I just avoided it at all (laughs) costs. I avoided it at all costs, and I was like, I'm not going to draw this random bullshit, because people massacre pussy a lot when it comes to drawing it, okay? And it's, it's like, literally, it looks so different depending on each artist, because each artist has their idea of what it looks like, and at the same time, it's like, I know for a fact I can show my friends, and they'll be able to pick and choose which one's, like, the most accurate. And at the same time, there's also a lot of differences, which is good, but the differences are like, or the, you know, how people draw it is very ridiculous. So you can be able to tell um, if an artist knows specifically more about one than the other. Obviously, dicks are easier to draw because they're dicks, but still, there's still certain things that you can notice, and you can be able to like, hmm, this is a girl, you're a girl drawing a dick, you don't really know this is how it works, you know? So it's kind of easy, okay? And obviously, you can also tell sexuality and things like that. And of course, once again, anatomy, another thing about, you know, we'll get more into the anatomy bit. And of course, there's also the the, uh, 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 fetishization, which is something that we're going to be talking about, okay? That's the concept that, you know, people fetishize certain things and stuff so there's good there's good fetishization but there's also mm, there's not really some, there's some kind of bad ones and stuff so we are going to be talking about that as well okay and of course we're also going to be talking about art styles which is also another big thing as well this is kind of one of the topic the art style thingy I feel as though that's going to, that's technically a topic that's going to be like yeesh you know it's gonna be a topic that is gonna be a little bit up for debate. Some artists have art styles that you know you don't. You look at their fan, or uh, you, or you look at their art, fan art or whatever. You look at their art and you don't question it at all. And then another artist who's drawing the exact same character is has a different art style that makes you be like, hmm, that art style, the way you drew them looks a little, a little off, you know. And then of course there's also um, kinks, which is also another thing that we're gonna be talking about when we talk about fetishization. Okay, so of course, you know, certain kinks that you're okay with are fine, but another person is going to find that uh, really, really sexy, and, you know, that's like their main thing, and another person is going to find complete disgust in this thing. So you also have to be aware of that as well. So, of course, we're going to be talking about that, and of course, we're also going to be talking about um, censorship, and of course, um, labeling, and of course, other things and stuff like that. And of course, this is going to be sort of a big episode. Personally, I think that this episode might be a full episode and maybe a half one like I did with Anatomy, but at the same time, you know, this is mainly a big fucking episode. Even this warning is a long warning because of the fact that it's so much shit to warn you about, alright? Now, please know I'm not going to get into vulgar, vulgar, dec- I'm not going to go into great description. This isn't going to be a fan fiction. I know fan fiction. This ain't going to be a fan fiction where we're describing every curve and all of the, 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 the stuff. You know, we're not describing all the little details and stuff like that. We're not going to be doing that. Rather, we're just going to be very educational and stuff like that. And I'm actually going to be giving you real education. Okay? Because let's be honest. Let's be honest. Okay? I went to sex ed. I had a sex ed class in my high school okay and let's be honest after sex uh, after sex ed and I actually started getting out there and stuff like that bitch y'all don't talk about anything <laughs> like y'all did not talk about a damn thing and some of the bullshit that you were talking about was wrong in the first place so we are so gonna be talking about that I'm actually going to give you the T. oh T. T is basically sort of drama not really drama but it's like content that's another way to say it normally it's associated with that's gay slang normally it's associated with um, drama normally or a story but it's also mainly associated it's also technically it's also been used in other ways too so most likely it's content so when someone says I'm giving you the tea I'm giving you the content of what happened you know so that's normally what that means but still this is you know the class. Okay, so this is, of course, the big warning and I hope that you are able to, you know, if you don't want to listen, then fine. If you do want to listen, great, you know. But, of course, I am going to be giving you actual lessons and things like that, okay. Because I actually learned this stuff and it sucks to say, but unfortunately, the education system or, um, you know, in this line, that's not really all that helpful. (laughs) Like, that's, yeah, that very, that's very sucky very, very sucky, okay, so there are certain things that's like, you know, it's like on and off, you know, it's a little on and off, and it's like, um, you know, it really depends on, one, your teacher, and two, it also depends on, like, what they're talking about, because there's also things that they teach you in sex ed that are completely wrong, and then there's other things that they teach you that's just like, wait, that's not how that works, or you're right, but not entirely, that doesn't apply to everyone, or, also what's even worse is the idea of you didn't teach us anything like you taught us this but you did not teach us the, the big part you know like the actual shit i need to know so that's another part of it that's like oh my god you know so that's of course your warning for today We will get into the next, uh, we will, you know, in the first, if you're watching from the next part, then yay, you're sitting for class, and at any moment, you can leave, you know, at any moment, you can leave the classroom. At the end of the day, if you continue to listen, oh, and the last thing also, please note, I'm also going to be talking about my personal opinions on these things as well, so I'm going to be talking about my personal opinions on the idea of fetishization, kinks, and other things like that, so if you have a a difference in opinion, you're totally entitled to that opinion. But at the same time, I want you to please understand that this is entirely an uh, educational class. <laughs> yeah, I don't so think that D- we're going to be doing this episode with the here. So, of course, that's the end of the warning. And we will talk about that later. Hello, Dirkley. I just got back from work. Sucked. Work? <laughs> yes. That's the second time he's almost said like work when he was like, oh, I'm fine. What the like not Probably because of me. He used to say that a lot to me. Uh, yeah. Well. I, uh, yes, I will be doing this episode without my brother here because I don't think. Well, what is it about? Not safe at work. I don't really care, to be honest. It's just you're the one who cares, honestly. <sighs> I don't care. I've seen some shit and I've heard some shit. Oh my god. Okay, fine. It's mainly out of your own comfort. That's always been my big reason but yeah, fine, whatever. Anyway, um, (laughs) I guess, it's weird because I never see him in that light, so it's like, no, you're pure, you're pure, you're pure, you don't, you're like a Ken doll, you don't have anything, you know? What is that? What's that? Look at it in the light. Oh, wow, you found this? Where the fuck did you find it? Uh, honestly, I always Been in my pocket this whole time. Just <laughs> oh my god. I I wow. Anyway, that's the end of this bit. I'm sorry. Now we're just getting distracted. Anyway, um, so of course, if you're here specifically. If you're here, um, that basically means that you, of course, listen to the whole part of the warning. And, of course, we're going to be continuing, alright? So we're going to get right into the class, alright? And remember, this is going to be a sort of, you know, a very different class. Or not really a different class, but we're just going to be treating this, of course, in a sort of humorous way. Because, in my opinion, sex is a joke, okay? (laughs) So what I mean by that is that it's just, uh, you know, I always viewed it as just something that... Actually, we'll get more into that later, but I don't really view it the same way that a lot of people do. Sex is uh, completely different for every individual. So one person will view it as a very acta- an act of intimacy, another person will just view it as a random pastime, and another person will view it as nothing at all, that they just have no emotion towards it. So once again, it's completely different depending on the individual. Okay? So, to get started, specifically... We are going to be talking about the basics, okay, where I'm going to start off with, I'm going to try to have this class with a, stu- uh, with, um, um, a little bit of, uh, uh, not a curriculum, but a little bit of a, st- a structure, that's what it is. I'm going to try to start the class with a little bit of a structure idea, okay? So to focus on to our main bit, or not really to focus on the main bit, but we're going to be talking about the basis. Now, I'm assuming that you know the basics and stuff, I'm assuming that you already went to sexual ed, so of course I don't need to teach you everything else, I'm assuming that you already know the basics, okay, so we're mainly focusing on the not safe work aspects of it, so I'm not here to teach you all the things about how to make a brand new being in this world, I'm not here to teach you that, I'm here to teach you about the other shit that your, uh, that your teacher never taught you, okay i'm here to teach you about the other shit that your teacher never taught you like the societal aspects of it um courtesy um manner um, um uh not courtesy uh, what is that culture and just other things like that all right so that's what i'm here to talk about okay i'm not here to teach you all that extra shit go back to your uh, sexual ed teacher i'm not that teacher okay so to start off with the basics we need to talk about sexual dimorphism okay if you're an artist, I know for a fact that you've learned about this, or not really learned about this, but I know for a fact that you've seen it in some way, shape, or form. Okay, and that is, of course, to so understand what sexual dimorphism is, that basically is a scientific term to describe that two different beings of the same species are different or have similar, uh, or have physical differences in their appearances, because, uh, and that's what differentiates them from a male and a female. Okay, so of course, there's lots of different examples that you know. The most common that you would probably know, of course, are certain birds, like the male birds are much fancy colors, and the female birds are really boring, or lions with males having the mane, females don't, deer having the deer has the horns, uh, the, the buck has the horns, the doe doesn't, you know, basic shit like that. Now that's of course a, exa- a lot of examples of sexual dimorphism when it comes to different co- uh, when it comes to different creatures and stuff like that. These are animal sexual dimorphism, and humans also have sexual dimorphism as well, okay? To start off, humans have sexual dimorphism as well, though our sexual dimorphism isn't really as common, or not as common, but isn't really as prominent or noticeable that you would say compared to a deer, okay? Most of our stuff is actually internal and when I say s- sexual dimorphism is not talking about things just about the bits. It's not talking about the bits, the naughty bits, okay? I call it naughty bits because of Black Cindy from um, uh, Orange is the New Black. But yeah, it's not talking about the naughty bits. And also I'm excluding titties. I'm also going to be using curse words when I describe it because I think the technical term is a little weird. It's a little weird to say the technical term so I'm just going to use the curse words or not really the curse words, but just a slang for these things as well, okay, so I just, yeah, it's a little weird for me to say a technical term, and I feel like this might be a thing for everybody, but at the same time, I feel like a technical term might be more comfortable with certain people than they would with the slang term, a good example, a good example, oh my god, there's this dude named Ben Shapiro, what was his name, Ben Shaparo, Ben Shario, whatever the fuck his name is, I don't know what his last name is, but he was going... He was trying to come for someone. I think it was Nicki Minaj, I think. I think it was Nicki Minaj or somebody. He was trying to come for somebody, talking about their song or something like that. And he couldn't even say the word. Like, he st- He couldn't even say pussy. I- or was it vagina? I can't remember. But he couldn't say one of the two. One of the two, he could not say. And it was just... Oh, my God. They kept clowning him on Twitter. They just kept clowning him and clowning him. And that was the day I was just like, you know what? Like... You have good points, and I know that you're a smart man. Like, I get that you're a really, really smart man, but at the same time, I'm sorry, but you're kind of just an asshole. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, there's a difference between being a smart person and being a smart asshole. Or a smart ass. There's a difference. Okay? A smart person is aware of other people's opinions and aware and is able to listen to other people's opinions and also be able to try to turn them, but at the same time respecting other people's opinions and understanding that people have different opinions in general, okay? And that they don't really try to force their intelligence on you or to try making you seem dumb because you disagree with them, okay? That's a smart person, okay? A smart ass is everything that, uh, the opposite. A person that thinks that they're right all the time. Is it Thunder? Oh, please tell me. Please tell me. Please tell me. Damn, I think that's a plan. Fuck. We got a storm on uh, on Thursday. I don't know what the fuck it was. Like I don't know why the fuck I said it like that. (laughs) But yeah, so of course that's that. Now, I'm specifically going to be using the curse words, as I said, but I'm also going in this example, Um, I'm gonna exclude titties okay titties are not part of the sexual demo that's not naughty bits Okay, I say when I say naughty bits I'm talking about the naughty bits, but I'm excluding titties solely because that's not really a sexual bit It's sort of viewed as a sexual bit, but it's not a sexual bit at the same time It's up for debate, you know, so that's why I'm excluding it. I'm putting that I'm you know We're focusing on that when we get to uh, fetishization That's a fucked up ass word Not a fucked up ass word, but it's a hard word to say for me. So yeah, we'll be focusing on that when we get there, all right? This isn't, we're excluding titties for right now. So moving on. Um, Sexual dimorphism is not, you know, it's not focusing on the bits. It's everything, it's other things that you can differentiate, okay? So of course, obviously, a doe and a buck are different because of their bits, but that's not sexual dimorphism okay that's not sexual dimorphism is the other thing that makes it obvious that this is a male or a female so the horns of a buck and the horn uh, and the no horns the no horns, the no horns <laughs> of a doe. Okay, that's sexual dimorphism. Okay, these are things that are not you. Uh, these are things that are just things that make them different. Okay, so of course it's the most of the time for horned animals. It's a lot of times it's horns. So uh, eh, not African elephants, but Asian elephants, males have tusks, females don't. African elephants, both of them have tusks. So that's a good example. Uh, that's another example of it as well. Now moving on. You know, moving on with the idea of, um, not characters, but just moving on in general. Okay? Um, as I said, that's of course different examples of sexual amorphism, and humans have it too. Some of the more obvious ones that people recognize, of course, is I don't know why, but there's this thing about an Adam's apple. That one I'm not entirely sure about. That one I'm not entirely sure about. Maybe that's a thing, maybe it's not. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. It's a little odd to think about fat as a, a, a sexual... I don't really get it. But yeah, maybe. I don't think so. So that's one example. Another example, of course, is... um, uh, Specifically, the more obvious ones, all the other ones that I'm pretty sure about, are, of course, height and body size, hair, and, of course, um... uh, One person told me skin texture, which is like... Okay, that's... Nah. But yeah. Specifically, um... Height. Men are on average taller than women. That's kind of a thing. And they're they're stronger, and of course, they also have more hair than women as well. So, these are, of course, examples of sexual dimorphism that are on the outside that we can recognize and see. Another example of sexual dimorphism for men and women that's not really as obvious or um, seen, of course, is the pelvis. Men, of course, have um, a small hole in their pelvis that's, you know, women do have a larger hole and that's mainly how babies, you know, you have to pass through the, a baby has to pass through the pelvis bone in order to get out of the baby, uh, get out of the body. So, of course, the hole is bigger, but because men don't have to deal with this, they don't have a a big pelvis hole. Okay? Technically there might be more things, but there were other things that are sexual dimorphic between men and women besides the main things I just mentioned in the outside. Everything else is just shit on the inside. So it's, you know, it's not really, you can't really tell a human by looking at the inside, you know? (laughs) So that's not really the point of sexual dimorphism. Sexual dimorphism is mainly things on the outside that are not part of the bits that help you uh, differentiate between the genders, okay? Also, another thing about, um, we're also going to be talking about gender a little bit. We're also going to be talking, uh, talking about gender. We're mainly going to be focusing on men, uh, on men and women, but at the same time, you know, when we get there, we also will be talking about that as well, okay? So we are going to be talking about things like non-binary and, of course, intersex and, of course, um, uh, transgender, okay? Now, to my understanding, the the quick definition of those three things a non binary person is a person who just doesn't identify as male or female. Okay, that's one. Two is transgender, which is obviously, I expect that you know that one. A person goes back, uh, a person goes from one gender to the opposite gender. And of course, the final one, which is, of course, intersex. Which, to my understanding, I'm not entirely aware of it all the way, but I think I know about it and to my understanding of what that is it basically means an individual who is born with parts of both so it's a man who is actually born with um um I don't know a large pelvis hole for example or something I, that's just me making something off the top of my head or a man born with uh, titties or something like actual lactating titties and shit you know like I don't really know maybe I'm off <laughs> maybe I'm off or something but yeah Or a woman who's actually producing uh, testosterone or something. I don't really know. But, yeah. That's, of course, an example of, um, you know, uh, uh, um, sexual dimorphism. Or not, not sexual dimorphism, but that's an example of what I think intersex is. I think that is what it is. I think. At the end of the day, I am not fully woke, okay, as I said. You know, I I like to think of myself as fully woke, but I'm awake, but I don't understand everything. Okay, so, you know, you talk to me about this thing, and I'm totally awake for it. But you talk to me about intersex people, and it's like, okay, I'm starting to fall asleep a little bit because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I'm dozing off because I don't know. Okay, I'm not fully awake on this subject, you know. So, come on, wake me up. So, yeah, that's kind of that. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't have anybody in my life that I can talk to about this, mainly because I don't know anybody that's intersex. I don't really know. And a part of me feels like that's not really any of my business. A part of me feels like that's not really any of my business. So, eh. Maybe if I get, like, fans or something like that that can be able to help me. I don't even have any intersex characters in my story. That I'm- uh, I know for a fact I don't have any. I'm not gonna put something in my story that I don't fully understand. And it's not, a, that's not a read or a read, I already explained that, but that's not an insult towards intersex people. I just, I'm not going to put a character in my story that I don't fully understand. So I would actually need someone who is intersex to be able to tell me what that is, because I don't, I think I know, but I don't know. And if I don't, if I have to question whether I know something, then it's best that you don't put it in a story. Yes, I would, I, I'm not confident that I know fully yes. everything. So I'm like I'm confident on knowing a non-binary person. I'm confident on other shit like that, but not sex like, yeah. <laughs> That sounds messed up. Actually. Like a like, uh, what is it? Like oh, uh, not hey, a rare hey, one. Hey. Yeah, like a rare Pokemon card or something. <laughs> Limited edition. That's what it is. Limited edition. Wait, is that? Wait, come on limited edition isn't that like um like a special one like it's not rare it's just like it's specially crafted isn't that like what it means i think that if that is what it is then it, then i guess you're specially crafted <laughs> but i don't really know i don't think that that's technically what limited edition is i don't even know what that means technically. but yeah that's of course another of set of examples of how they're different and stuff like it's that so it, who? Oh, I, th- I gave it to you. Damn. Do you want a box? I have... Do you want... Ow! Oh, that was my thigh. Did you hear that? Yes. That was not even my thigh. That, that was is. my hip. That was a deep crack. A deep crack. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I just thought it a three. A deep crack. Here, here. Ah, shit. That's funny. But... Bitch. Yeah. Oh well I guess I'm not gonna plug it. I, I you told me to plug this in, I'm not plugging that in. I'm glad you do it. Here I'm lying. sorry, my brother just gave me a part of a portable charger. And like when it fell, it like unplugged itself and I was like, uh, well, you told me to just plug it into the outlet so I'm not having to plug it into the charger, so so that was like a thing. Anyway. Uh what was I say? Oh yes. So, of course, that's, like, a really good example of it. Okay? Okay. Okay. The idea of horns and other things like that. And if you are going to, because technically you can make it up as, you know, if you're making a random alien race or something like that, or just some random race in general, you can make it up. You can add that the men have extra horns or they have a third eye or random shit like that. Okay? It really doesn't matter. It's just random bullshit that you want to add to your story to make it just a difference between the different genders and things like that. So once again, it's completely different, uh, it's completely dependent on what you personally want to do. Okay? If you want to make it so that these characters are different in this sexual dimorphic way, then yes, you can. Add horns onto your character to show that they're a boy. Uh, take the way the horns to show the way that they're a girl. Or do it vice versa, that men have horns, uh, that men don't have horns, but the women do. You know, it's completely different. You know, it's whatever it is you want. Or you can add colors. Now, if you're adding colors specifically, let's stay away from pink and blue please pink and blue it's a tired ass color combination it's really tired it's really boring it's already been used a lot specifically to symbolize it's mainly used for characters when you're designing characters for kids shows and stuff like that the character is pink so of course the character is pink meaning that it's a girl the character is blue meaning that it's a boy you know so of course it's like a whole fucking thing and it's like fucking ridiculous and it's agitating as hell okay it's very common and of course it's a huge thing but i don't really like it because it's just oh my god it's annoying as shit to be able to see female characters that are in pink and male characters that are in blue because it's just it's so tired it's tired as hell okay so of course um and there used to be a time little history fact there used to be a time where pink was actually associated with women uh, or men pink was actually associated with men a long time ago and technically blue was associated with women Okay, that happened in the twenties, and I don't exactly know exactly what caused it to change. I don't know, but I am aware that that used to be a thing. Okay, so of course, with that in mind, I hate seeing. Um, if I was like, if you know, if you're gonna hand me your OC or something like that, or two examples of two different characters with sexual dimorphism, and you tell me that the male is blue and the uh, the, pink, uh, the pink one is the girl, I'm just gonna tell. I'm just gonna give you an F right there. Because that's boring as shit. That's very boring. Okay, we've seen pink and blue, especially in that gender combination. Oh, wow. I kind of want to keep it, I kind of want to see how far it goes. Like how small it's going to get, you know. I feel like it's really delicate. All <laughs> right then. <Yeah. laughs> Keep fucking with it. All right then. Anyway, so of course, as I said, you know, uh, like I said, certain designs are are sort of boring and stuff like that. Okay. So even, and I admit, even if you decide to switch the colors so that the pink one is a boy and the red one is a girl, or the uh, the, or the blue one is a girl yeah fine that's kind of clever but at the same time that's not even all that creative what oh my god dude, this really cool. I can't fix it the more you try to fix it the more it like goes out cause the air just goes out of the thing that you're to. <laughs> okay well oh well it actually kind of looks kind of cool like a weird bird don't it it's a weird bird a burb. What the fuck is a burb? Here. Well fuck You just made another one. Anyway, sorry, my brother was fucking around with a, uh, a balloon animal and then ended up fucking it up. Like completely fucking it up. You can't repair it, it's completely fucked up. So they should throw it back. <laughs> okay. So as I said, yeah, even if you do switch the colors, that's fine, but eh. One TV show that I do acknowledge has a very, very creative a, this is the golden standard of what sexual dimorphism should look like in characters. And that's of course the creators of um Visipop specifically. Visipop is the creator of Has Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss. In Hell of a Boss, the male imps have white hair and um their horns are black and white, and it's equal spacings between the spaces of their black and white coloring on their horns. And the female imps, however, have gray or black hair, and their horns are mostly black with tiny thin strips of white to symbolize the different joints of the horn. And of course, every time that you see, and this is the rule of their world, so when you see a male, uh, when you see a background character, an imp, with the big black and white horns and their hair is gray, you can associate that this, is a, uh, that this is a transgender character or a non-binary character or just some other kind of character that's, you know, taking away from their gender and stuff like that. And if you see, of course, um, an example of this is, of course, um, uh, Millie's sister. Millie's sister is a transgender character. Her voice actress, of course, is a transgender voice actress. But that's, even fuck, uh, even without the voice actor, fuck that. But if we're just looking at that specifically, it's already been, uh, uh, um, designed, or not really, uh, it's already specifically stated that she is a transgender character. You know, just by going off her design. She changed her hair color. Which is a good example to show her transitioning, but she can't change her horns, unfortunately. Not unless she likes to paint some. But still, you know, that's, you know, I don't think, I don't know. Maybe they do paint their horns, maybe. Or maybe they, um, shave off the collar. I don't think, eh, I feel like that would be painful to them. But still, you know, that's of course a good example of sexual dimorphism in an animated TV show. And honestly, it was very fun to be able to see it. Another example of course, technically not really, but another example of this is also Stevie Universe. Stevie Universe has the gems, which are all female, which is a very interesting show because all the ge- oh well no, okay, here's the thing. The gems are technically non-binary. The gems are technically they're genderless and they don't really have any gender specifically. So the thing is that they are normally identified or addressed by female pronouns and stuff like that. One artist that I know, Chevlov, um. hmm. What dude just do it or just i don't know why but you're taking a long time to talk <laughs> maybe you're like drawing it out i can already tell that you're in one of those moods. what is it um fuck hold up, wait Where? oh, oh, oh no nevermind fuck where Okay, wait, tell me, I don't have it. What? I don't have it. I'm gonna keep looking for it, but I don't think I have it. What the hell? I could have swore I had it. Oh, wait, wait, here you go, here, eat, all right, now, that's, of course, a good example and stuff like that. In my story, I don't really have any characters that are sexually dimorphic. Technically, I do, but there are only two examples, and one of them, of course, is the angels, mainly because they angels, actually, not even, no, fuck that, yeah, not even. I was gonna say the angels, but not even because they don't have the same colors or colorization as the actual birds they are. Ashawn is a falcon. And you know, she is a falcon angel, but her wings are not oh, the colors of falcons. That works. Okay, cool. So her uh, close. Bitch, take it out. It's the, not fact that, a, the fact a, that you oh gave me that my idea. God, don't. Now you're done. You're done. It's not gonna then you shouldn't have never thought of it. It, it was just the fucking like. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ay. Can do this though. Pepper, get down. Get her down. Get her down. There. How are you dead? I've been trying. Like, it's literally been full this entire time. What, does it die Maybe off its, it's own? Like- Anyway, back to um, to what I was saying. I don't really have... Yeah, the only example I can give you is basically the insectorian people, which are basically insect centaurs and stuff like that. And I got the idea specifically off of this nature show that was talking about how big the spider males are compared to the females. And immediately I thought to myself, okay, if I ever decided to make it so that they're accurate in size uh, proportions, because I made the wings of the angels' size proportionate. So owls have massive wings compared to their bodies. And Falcons have relative size wings compared to their bodies. So, in Jasonio and Ashan, Ashan's wings are basically equal to her body, and Jasonio's wings are fucking huge compared to his body. Okay? So, of course, that's a good example of, you know, certain little details that I want to add for the characters. But, at the same time, moving onwards to, um... Um, if I was to do the same thing with the Insectorian characters and that would mean that the male spiders are much smaller than the female spiders and stuff like that So I totally thought I was like, oh my god, I so love that. And then there was this artist that did it too. Um, I think it was, uh, they're not, I don't know who they are actually I can't remember, but they did a sexual dimorphic image of bees so it was a bunch of worker bees and then a queen bee and like it was this one little twinkie bee that was like the one male or the drone, the one male bee that was like on a chain. And it was like, oh my God, bitch. Oh my God, bitch. I, I live. So it was just really, really like a really amazing-ass idea but I thought it was so fucking funny. I thought it was the funniest shit in the world because I was like, bitch, you did not need to do all that, you know? So of course, that's another example of it. Damn, your shit is a whore. Yes. Wow, it is. Yes. Okay, me and my had this thing where, like, if your phone, specifically, like, uh, my brother's phone charger, or the phone hole, the, the, what is it? The phone hole, whatever, where you put the charger in, it, like, falls out so easily. Like, the thing is worn the fuck out. So, literally, when I was charging it, it I a uh, D told me to put the charger in, so I just put it in, and I was like, that went in way too easily. Wow, your phone's a whore. And <laughs> it's a stupid fucking joke potatoes. And now, like, their portable charger is also a whore, too, because it's like, I literally just moved it, and it fell right the fuck out. Like, wow. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Okay, so that's another example of it as well. So if you want to add sort of things like that to your characters, that's fine. I think it will be more creative to do it. But if you're creating them as humanoid characters, then I'm sorry, there's really nothing that you can actually add. Okay? There's really nothing that you can add uh, unless you're adding, you know, the bits, you know? So that's uh, that's of course an example of sexual dimorphism in humans and sexual dimorphism in other creatures and things like that as well. Okay. Now that's of course the basics as well. Now another thing about the basics of course is body proportions. Okay? this is where the class is going to start getting dirty. Yeah. So another example of course is proportions and things like that. So if you're in the non-safe word community and stuff like that, you know that size is a really weird thing. Okay, specifically with men and women. It's more commonly known for women with massive titties and stuff like that. I don't know why, but titties are like a massive thing for anime and stuff like that. So of course, that's a good example. But at the same time, you know, there's lots of different times where artists don't understand the assignment, okay? A good example, of course, is the idea that artists will have their uh, female character, their shirt, and they'll contour the bottom of the shirt, okay? They'll they'll do it in a way that makes it look like the the shirt itself is suctioned onto the titty itself. Like, it's a vacuum seal, sort of. And that's not really how shirts work on titties. Especially if they're really round titties or, like, really, really big titties. Okay? The shirt, just, like, the only contour or the only part of the shirt that's actually, you can see that's making contact is the top part. So the top part of the titty has the shirt, design, you know, there. And then when it draw when the shirt, or when the shirt reaches the edge of the titty and then just falls down, that's all it is. It's not going to get folded up underneath the titty, no woman takes her shirt and then, you know, um, fucking puts her up, you know, folds the titty and makes sure that the bottom of the titty also is completely wrapped around in shirt, you know, no one does that, okay, so of course that's kind of a thing for, not novice artists and stuff like that, but kind of a novice artist, and if you see it in anime, then, honey, I guess that person doesn't really know that much about titties, because that's not really how titties work, okay, There's also the idea of, um, of characters and stuff like that. There's also a weird idea of characters who don't have, um, who don't wear bras, which is also a weird thing as well. It's very common for big, large, titty characters to never really wear a bra, which is weird as shit. It's very weird as shit, especially if they're, like, very big titties, because those titties hurt. They hurt, especially if you're running around fighting on the battlefield, they're just bouncing around everywhere, and that's gonna hurt the shit out of your back, it's gonna hurt the shit out of your chest, it's just gonna hurt. So the idea that they're just flopping around everywhere and there's no support, it's very weird, okay? Uh, It's very weird that this is not really a thing for a lot of people, that they just won't design a bra specifically for their characters. My character, Banette, Low-key, banana has big titties, but you're not gonna really notice that because I specifically designed her in a sports bra. I thought a sports bra would work best for the character. I thought a sports bra would work best for the character because she's on a battlefield. Okay? She's expected to be in a situation where at any moment she has to use magic and switch out her shoes and run away. At any moment she has to roll on, barrel roll, dodge, attack, all this other stuff. So, it doesn't make sense for the individual to be wearing just a regular bra or no bra at all. It does not make sense. Okay, and I'm assuming, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm assuming this is also common knowledge in female soldiers. Okay, I'm assuming that female soldiers always wear a a sports bra. I'm assuming. I don't know. Maybe they don't. But yeah, I would would think that sports bras are kind of a go-to for the military, okay? So that's one example of, um, of that. Now, of course, like I said, I'm not really going to be focusing a lot on titties because that's more of the fetishization class. Uh, not, not fetishization, but that's more of that topic when we get there, okay? So, of course, you know, that's a weird thing when it comes to titties as well. And one person that I met told, uh, uh, not even that I met, they told me about a post on Tumblr about what if anime TV shows treated dicks the same way that they treated titties. Which is funny as hell to me. That's funny as hell to me because of that. Just that idea is funny as hell. Because there's always that idea of, oh, the, fe- the male character is walking the hallway and they trip and they fall into the, the amazingly cushioned chest of the female character and stuff like that. Could you imagine that as a, if you switch the gender? Yeah, you're laughing too. Could you imagine that if you switch the gender? Like you make it so that they're falling on the cushiony dick? Oh, my God, that is hilarious. Or the, the female characters, there's always the bathhouse scene. There's always a bathhouse scene where the, male char- uh, the female characters in the tub or in water, and they're fucking around with their titties, and like, oh, my God, my titties float. You know, could you imagine that? Could you imagine they switch that shit? Or that, uh, that there's some kind of wardrobe malfunction. There's always a wardrobe malfunction in a TV show or in an anime. So, it's just every one of those examples of how titties are used in anime. Could you imagine switching them out for a male? That's the funny thing about it. And, of course, that's the thing that you also need to acknowledge as well. Things that, that um... When you see certain things that are weird to you, uh, because it's a little weird to see it and stuff like that, you also have to think about the idea of, okay, is this weird because it's weird? Or is it weird because it's a, this, a, this specific gender doing this specific thing? Okay? A good example. Like I said, um... Um, with the societal things and stuff like that. Like I said with, um, the sexual dimorphism, um, everything I said about sexual dimorphism, specifically with girls and men, besides the things that I mentioned, everything is exactly the same, okay? Everything is exactly the same when it comes to men and women. So, in my understanding, if maybe there might be a difference between a man's physical heart and a woman's heart... But nah, I would argue that every other difference that men and women say, oh, that men and women are just different. Everything else besides the things I already stated, that's bullshit. In my opinion, that's complete bullshit. Everything else is completely the same, and everything else that you can argue for it is just something that you can are. It's just something that you are taught or expected from because of societies and how because of society and how we treat women and men and different things like that. So uh, To give a good example is men and women can handle stress in the exact same way. Men and women both get PTSD, but at the same time, women are not really treated the same way, or are given as much as a seriousness to it. Even women, uh, even women going against other women belittle each other because of the fact that they don't really treat PTSD or something else uh, or some other mental disability in the same way women belittle it or downplay it when it comes to other women and when it comes to men doing it to men it's also downplayed as oh you're just a pussy oh that's not really a huge thing or whatever whatever and the only time that we ever really take it seriously is when we see the great extremes which of course is another example and even then it still gets put on downplayed okay a good example a man and a woman are, uh, let's say that a man, uh, let's say the woman is going through a breakup. She's emotional. Let's say that she's emotional. She will be viewed as, that's normal. That's normal. That's normal. That's normal. She's emotional. She's, you know, a regular reaction. She's angry. That's spiteful to the woman. That's a spiteful reaction to her. Let's say that she's, um, happy about it and she doesn't give a fuck and that she d- just moves on and doesn't care. Okay, or has no remorse for the relationship at all, then that's viewed as she never loved him or that she was, you know, she was just never into the relationship in general. So that's, of course, two different examples of multiple different examples of it. And then there's one example. Uh, now, let's place a man in that situation. Let's place a man. Let's say that he's emotional about it, Then he's a pussy, that no one really takes it seriously or something, that he needs to get over it. There's plenty of fish in the sea, you know. And if it's a woman, it's empowering. You try to comfort them and be like, oh, there's many fish in the sea. You'll find someone else. But if it's a man that's emotional, then, oh, there's, dude, get over it. There's lots of fish in the sea. You know, you'll get over it. You'll find another girl, whatever, whatever. You know? Now let's say that the man is angry. Let's say that the man is angry at how the relationship ended. When the woman does it, it's spiteful or uh, it's either spiteful depending on the situation, but it's viewed as either spiteful or justified. So that women can be justified in their anger at that the relationship ended, but men can't be justified in their anger at the relationship ending as well. So if it's a man in the situation, it's spiteful, it's possessive, it's um, um, just petty, it's childish, it's viewed as all these other things, rather than the same kind of reaction. And if the man doesn't give a fuck and is completely happy that the relationship ended and he's moving on perfectly fine, it's viewed as, oh, that's just how men react. Men take relationships so much easier than women, and that they'll totally be fine. And that there's this weird stereotype that men will not, re- that men will regret the relationship later. That it will take five months or something like that for the man to regret the relationship. Uh, uh, but at the same time, women will regret the relationship and they be happy that the relationship ended in five months. Which is just a weird stereotype between men and women that gets perpetuated by men and women. So it's a weird thing that it's just like. It's so even I do it. And of course it's just it's I don't even know how to solve the problem, but at the same time it still is kind of a problem that you have to acknowledge. So now let's go back to the man. Let's imagine that the man, of course, moves on, doesn't give a fuck about the relationship and he's totally fine. It's viewed as that's a, a regular reaction. It's viewed as a regular reaction that no one really gives a fuck and that he's totally fine. But if it's a woman who does it, then oh I guess she just never loved him. He never uh, she never loves him she uh, how could she love him if she's getting over the relationship that fast and of course people will try to justify it uh, will try to justify these reactions based on the circumstances of the relationship rather than the actual reactions of the individual okay that's the thing that people need to understand reactions are reactions you cannot control them if i tell you that your mother died and you break down crying that is a reaction it doesn't matter if I told you nice, it doesn't matter if I told you horribly or if I just told you straight up or quietly sugarcoated it. That's your reaction. There's nothing that's going to change. If you put rust in water, it's always going to uh, If you put metal in water, it's all, the reaction is rust. The reaction doesn't change. That's why they call it a reaction. Okay? So if I specifically tell you that uh, it, it doesn't matter if um, um, you break up in this relationship and the woman has this reaction, that's how she's going to react to this relationship. A lot of times people will justify a person's reaction to a relationship ending or um, the news of a, a lost job or the news of a lost loved one or something. You know, they'll re- uh, they'll justify their reactions based on the circumstances of how it happened or something else like that. Oh, Um, The man is totally fine being in the relationship, getting over the relationship because he never loved her. um, Because that's just a regular reaction. Men just react to relationships ending just like that. They're totally fine. They never care about their relationships. But if it's a woman doing the same thing, oh, she never loved him. She never loved him at all. That's how she's able to get over the relationship so easily. But then at the same time, you can justify that reaction by saying, oh, it was a bad relationship. She knew it was a bad relationship and she's getting out of it because that's just how it is. But let's say that the woman is in a good relationship. She's actually sad that this is a good relationship and it's ending. But her normal reaction to relationships ending is to just accept it. Her, relation, her reaction to relationships ending is, I'm just going to accept that it ended. I can't do anything about it. I might as well not cry about it. I can't change what happened. So what happens? That, uh, uh, she would have to physically explain that that's how she's reacting to the situation. But overall, people are just going to take it as, you just didn't love him. You just didn't care. And of course, that's the weird societal standards. Uh, Not really standards, but that's the weird things about society. Not society, but that's just how we view random things. It's a double standard. And that's, of course, another example of something that's really serious about writing characters and male and female characters in stories. And then there's that Mary Sue bullshit. Okay, I can't stand the idea that people believe a Mary Sue. Okay, a Mary Sue is a character, a female character, who has no problems. She's too perfect. I can't stand when people say, "Oh, she's a Mary Sue," because that's a derogatory term. Okay? So, a Mary Sue is a female character who isn't a bitch. She's not naggy. She's not emotional. She's not all the random things that are flaws for women. She's just a regular woman. And in most cases, Mary Sue characters are the most realistic women that you'll see in animation or just character writing in general. But at the same time, they're called Mary Sues because oh, That's unrealistic. A real woman would cry at this, or a real woman is too much of a sissy to do this. You know, and when you do these characters that are like this, you'll call them a Mary Sue. Wonder Woman was called a fucking Mary Sue. Okay, Wonder Woman, every woman that's a, uh, every female character in animation and TV shows that are shown to be powerful women on their own are shown as Mary Sue characters, because women can't be perfect. But when we have male characters that are perfect in all these ways, there's no, there's no male equivalent. There is no male equivalent of a Mary Sue. You know, there's, that's it. So the male characters that you write and create in animation and stuff like that can be totally fine. No flaws at all. No anger issues, no emotional problems, no depression, no nothing. And it's totally fine. But when you add it to a female character, it's a Mary Sue. It's a female character that's unrealistic. Women have problems. Women are emotional. You know? And I can't stand that bullshit. I cannot stand that that's a thing in animation and writing and character design and other shit like that. It just bugs me to think that there's actually people that think that these characters are unrealistic because they're not flawed. Okay? And I understand. Flaws can make a character more realistic, but flaws can also make a character more unrealistic. Okay? For example, the Joker. The Joker's character flaws make him unrealistic. That's the point. Okay, that's the point of it. So, of course, character flaws can make a character more realistic, and character flaws can make a character unrealistic. Specifically, Batman and the Joker. Both of them have character flaws that make them very unrealistic when it comes to if you're creating a real character and stuff like that. But then we have Harley Quinn, who has realistic character flaws, and of course, that makes her character better. And of course, their unrealistic uh, character flaws make them better as well. So, character flaws can technically fuck up your character, but it can also make your character much better. So, once again, that's another argument to make against that whole Mary Sue bullshit. Okay, honestly, I want to fuck up whoever the hell made that uh, that fucking phrase. Okay? Because that's honestly one of the most sexist bullshit I can ever hear in my life. That a, char- that a female character is too perfect. That, ugh. I'm not even a woman and that shit pisses me off. Okay, it just pisses me off, and they throw it at every single women icon character and stuff. They always throw it at every uh, character, a female character that's um, being uh, that's mainly seen as an empowering character and stuff like that. So it's Wonder Woman, it's that girl from Tomb Raider, it's all these other fucking characters. Any character, a female character that stands up for herself and doesn't have to. It's just uh, that's a whole rant of itself. Ooh, that shit! Oh my god, I'm getting hot just thinking about it anyway, to move on, you know, to go back onto the main topic of the episode and stuff like that, and actually, yeah, let's mention that one quote that, um, is in the Beyonce video of Flawless, one of my favorite quotes, um, um, from, te- I, I, well, I call it Beyonce, but I don't think that that's actually Beyonce's quote, I think that she actually, I think that she actually had the person who made that quote speak that quote, I'm not entirely sure where she got it, it, I don't think so. I have reason to believe that that's actually a, a professor. Like, I think that she actually hired a professor to talk about it and just added a quote, or added that professor's quote into her video. That might be completely wrong. That might be actually right. I don't know. But I have reason to... I think that that might be a professor. Like, some kind of professor lady that knows a lot about sexual... Um, uh, societal standards and random sexism and things like that. I don't know all the scientific terms of it. But Yeah. Unfortunately, we are hitting our time for this one part, so we will be talking about this continuously in the next bit. Okay, we're continuing. So the quote specifically is actually from the song Flawless by Beyonce. The song itself has a quote that I adore. I used to know this thing off the top of my head, like I could say the whole thing right in one go but unfortunately i haven't listened to that song in a long time so of course the quote is i quote and i have it here so i'm actually reading it out the quote is we teach girls to shrink themselves to make themselves smaller we say to girls you can have ambition but not too much you should aim to be successful but not too successful otherwise you will threaten the man because i am female i am expected to aspire to marriage I am expected to make my life choices always keeping in mind that uh, that marriage is the most important. Now, marriage can be a source of joy and love and mutual support, but why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or accomplishments, which I think could be a good thing, but for the attention of men. We teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist. A person, uh, the person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. That is the entire quote. I fucking adore this quote so much, and I used to remember that thing off the top of my head, like I could say the whole thing in one go. Okay. I fucking adore that quote. I, a man, adore that quote because it just shows everything that I'm talking about. Okay, it shows all this, and this is a great example of why it bothers me that you can't really do these kinds of things, or I've never seen these kinds of examples in stories and stuff like that. Binette, my own character, is a sexual character in the story. She has one-night stands all the time, but she's not perceived as a whore or easy or slutty. She's not going down that whole Rangiku um, route that they go with when it comes to uh, animes like Bleach and other TV shows like that. They never go down that road. Rather, Bennett is just, that's it, you know? The team doesn't belittle her or treat her differently because she's bringing home a guy. They just say it as, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, you know? That's it. Or, hey, looks like Bennett's having fun or she's spending her free time fun. You know, it's none of our business. No one treats Bennett in this weird kind of way. The only bullshit that she has to deal with is from the other human characters. When the human characters find out of what she's doing, then they got something smart to say. But it's never from the main members of the team, because they come from a much more advanced society where they have gone past all that. That a man can have a one night stand with someone and no one says anything, and a woman can do the same thing and no one says anything. It's the same thing okay there's lots and lots of double standards all the time in society and things like that and another great example of course is my amazing uh man not a uh, little nas x i aspire i adore this man also billy porter billy porter is an actor who's known for dressing in dresses he loves fashion and of course is a gay man who adores fashion he wears heels high heels to the runway he wears makeup to the runway painted nails and dresses like women's dresses on a man and of course, his main point that he tries to prove to people is that it's just clothing. It's physically just clothing. Some of the dresses that he wears, I would wear myself. Not all of them, I admit. You know, some of them I don't want to wear because it's a little. It would be embarrassing for me to wear that. And two, also, it's also just not my style. But also, some of them are dope as shit. Like that dress that he wore for Cinderella with Camila Cabello and all of them. That dress, that golden dress, I actually like that one. That looks cool. It, it doesn't really look like a dress. It looks like some kind of villain outfit, you know? It's cool as shit. Huh? What? What did I Oh. I thought you didn't stand her. I still have a for me. Okay, I'm so sorry. I th- honestly, what the fuck? Oh. That <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Did they fall from the sky? One did. Okay. And one flew up. Like, he just flew off camera. I'm kidding. When did it fall off the sky? I've seen one fall off the sky. But one did fly up, though. I guarantee you, one did fly up. Now was the one that made me go, what the fuck? Anyway, what was I saying? I forgot. Really for real, I'll follow this guy. But anyway, going back to the thing, Camila Cabello. Wait, Camila? Okay, I kind of swore I said that. All right, um, Camila Cabello. In that movie with Camila Cabello, um, there was um, that scene with um, uh, Billy Porter, which is a great example of why I love this man. He prayed the character Pray Tell off of Pose, and I adore this man so much. Okay, I fucking adore Billy Porter. And then there's of course Lil Nas X. Now Lil Nas X is more of the example that I'm trying to focus on for now. In Lil, Nas X, uh, in, in Lil Nas X's song, Industry Baby, the song itself showed a lot of different men naked dancing and doing all kinds of random dances and stuff like that. And I'm not gonna lie, it made me uncomfortable watching it. But at the same time, when you see these things or when you, see, when you feel uncomfortable about these things or just uncomfortable about anything in general, you have to understand why. Why do you feel uncomfortable about this? Because everything that you feel uncomfortable about, another person can say, there's no reason to be uncomfortable about it, you know? So for that reason exactly, you have to understand why is it uncomfortable. Why is it that I feel that it's uncomfortable to watch these men dance in these ways? And I understand it as, I have become numb to seeing women doing these exact same dances. When it's women doing these exact same dances, wearing bikinis and or just completely nude in general, I don't say anything. It, it's just another video. It's another music video. I don't see I don't care But when I see men doing it, it makes me feel uncomfortable or weird And that's of course a perfect example of a double standard in society All the comments that are talking about it all mention that this is something that some of people find it weird But they have to uh, but they have to take a step back and think to themselves. Wait a second. We make women do all this stuff. We literally make women do all this stuff, and we don't say anything, and it's normal. But when men do it, it's a completely different thing. So, of course, that's another example of how... This is a perfect example of how sexual dimorphism... Not sexual dimorphism, but that's another example of how society views a lot of different things. And when you write these things for your characters and stuff like that, there's always going to be that person that's going to say, Oh, so that character... Is wearing a dress but they're a dude oh this is a fantasy world whatever you know everything that I write in my story a lot of it well not everything but a lot of the stuff I write in my story are things that personally I view is going to be the future I totally know that this is going to happen okay the idea um, that bisexuality will sort of be the norm of the story or the norm of the world. I truly believe that that's going to be a thing way later in the future, especially if we actually start may- meeting aliens and shit. Okay, I truly believe that there will be a day in the future where, when a boy comes home with a boy as his girl uh, as his boyfriend, the parents don't say shit. They just assume he's bi until proven otherwise, or they won't. Uh, they, that's uh, yeah. Everybody is bi until proven otherwise. If this boy only comes home with boys every day, then his parents will be like, "I guess he's gay," or "I guess we only," well, "I guess we'll have a son-in-law in the future." It's always gonna be a son-in-law. Or if this boy comes home with a girl every time, then you know, I guess we're gonna have a daughter-in-law. But I uh, but I know for a fact in the future it's going to be assumed that everybody is bi. So when a boy comes home with a girl, and the next time they break up, and they come back home with a boy, nobody's gonna say shit. And I especially feel that that opinion is going to be a lot more common knowledge or a lot quicker in the norm, especially when we start meeting up with aliens and shit. Because then it's going to be the same, the history repeats itself a thousand times. It's going to continue doing it, okay? They argue that um, a same-sex marriage or same-sex relationships is against the Lord. But then I guarantee you when we start having aliens, when your son comes home with an alien girlfriend, they're going to say the same thing. Oh, Interracial relationships are against the Lord, and blah, blah blah blah. And we're gonna have to go through the same bullshit a civil rights movement for aliens, a civil rights movement or segregation and desegregation for uh, mixed alien kids. And oh, it's gonna happen all over again. It's going to happen. Uh, everything that happens always is gonna repeat itself. And I guarantee you, even I know for a fact I'm not gonna live long enough to see it, but if I did, it would not surprise me. It, it, I, it, and no one can argue me otherwise I know for a fact this is going to happen I know it's going to happen So of course that's why I add these things Into the story I added, I make my story so that The cast, Omito specifically Doesn't put up with humanity Okay, Omito has no patience for humans Humans They have stupid laws constantly Okay, He doesn't have any patience for it His society has moved way past This many 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 years ago So if a human has something smart to say about him taking the form of a woman or changing back and forth between male and female forms, he has no patience for it. He's just, he's not even going to give you the attention and he'll go out of his way to piss the person off on purpose because what? You are come from a backwards-ass society, okay? You're a caveman to me. I'm not going to take advice or societal standards from backwards-ass humans. That's literally how Omito treats humans, when they have an opinion on these things. Whether it be homosexuality, gender norms for Bennett being too much, um, too manly, or not staying home and cooking for the men, and all that other bullshit. Or Omito um, constantly changing his gender or stuff. Or the uh, gender norms that Michael is very timid or acts more like a girl or stuff. That, all that shit. Omito has no patience for it. He has no patience for it because his society has already moved past this way before he was even born. So, of course, that's a great example of stuff that makes it... Because when you're writing stories and stuff, you kind of have to write the world in a sense. You're sort of writing what you want for the world in a sense. You're teaching lessons to other people because your story is going to tell you a story of what you're saying, you know? Um, One story... um, uh, One story... uh, It was this author. I forgot her name. She did a TED Talk. She did a TED Talk about... um, She was supposed to do a culture, a a, a book, about an African character, right? Her story was about an African character, and her professor gave it back and told her, and gave her an F, I think, because the African character was not realistic. And when she asked why, the band, the professor said, he lives in a house, he has full-course meals, he's not poor, all this other stuff that he thought was normal for an African person, okay? So, of course, it was a whole thing, which is why a society, different societies have completely different views on things, and they become so ingrained that people believe these random views are fact, and no one really questions these things. Every, a lot of people in America believe everybody in Africa is starving, and uh, uh, all those videos of, for five cents a day, you can save the starving African child. That's poverty porn. Poverty porn is when people can't, you know, well, technically, it's not bad, but eh, it's kind of bad. But poverty porn is when video recorders or just camera crews will go out of their way to find the biggest examples of poverty and film it on purpose. When the majority of these people don't really live that way, most people live in cities, most people live in actual towns and stuff like that, or just normal towns. But they'll go out of their way to find the biggest examples of it. That's like the equivalent of going to the poorest city in America and then fi- and then filming people in the poorest city in America and saying, for five cents a day, you can give this American child. A, a meal. When, re- when the rest of us, the rest, the other Americans, can look at that video and be like, "Hold up, wait a second, though. That's not what America's like." You went to the poorest city in America and then filmed it and said, "This is how America is," you know. So of course, it's way more stuff than that's just that. Okay, it's way more stuff than that. So, and especially when it comes to sexuality and just other things like that as well, which is another aspect of why it pisses me off. When these things are said, or when these things are just not really acknowledged, okay. And then there's of course to get them to move on to our next bit of the class, which of course, again, anatomy. The next bit of our class specifically is about anatomy, specifically, because as I said in the warning, you can kind of tell when a creator is a specific gender. You can tell that this creator is a man because they draw dicks and balls, and just the male body in a really, really accurate way. But then you can also tell that they're a girl because of the fact that they're drawing the vagina in a really, really uh, 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 accurate way. I forgot the word accurate. But yeah, they're drawing a vagina in the most accurate way as well. So these are of course different examples. Now the thing about it is, is there's this weird idea that there's this weird idea about certain different bits of anatomy that people just don't really understand, which is really, really weird, okay? There's a lot of different things about Nazi 4 content that's like really really weird, that's just, it's sort of just a random thing that people are mainly learning from each other and nobody's really learning on their own. Okay? Nobody's really learning on their own about these things. For example, the ovaries, when people do those, um, uh, you know uh, that shot, uh, it's like a, a see-through thing. It's like a see-through thing that people will do specifically for content. They'll do it mainly because it's sort of a random thing, you know? It's a random thing that people like but at the same time it's never really accurate rather it's this whole thing of like um it's like right inside of the ovaries and that it's you know it's there but that's not really how that works okay i assume that it probably became a thing that not safe work artists believe is fact because you know of artists or animators way back in the day who did this on purpose ignoring the who either didn't know about it or who chose to ignore it because it just showed the intensity of it so that's of course a good example but that's not really how it works okay that's not really how that stuff works it doesn't just go shooting straight in it actually just sits there and it's like a uh it's like a um you know those little scoop not a scooper but a, a turkey baster that's what it's like it's very much like a turkey baster, and that's actually how um, pregnancy actually happens. It's not that it just floods the insides of the ovaries. It doesn't get there, okay? It just sits there, and it doesn't really do anything. Later, the body ends up using, like, a turkey baster sort of thing. That's um, It's a very simplified form of it, but it's a turkey baster kind of thing that actually sort of just takes it up inside, okay? Now, of course, that's me trying to be um, but not being incredibly descriptive, specifically because that's not for this class, okay, and technically that's even far for this class specifically because I'm not your sexual ed teacher, that's not my job, okay, but still, this is just a random thing that I'm pretty sure that most people don't really know that that's a thing, most people most likely don't really know that that's a thing and probably assume that that's, most people who, like, when they tell you, oh, this is how it happens, most people will just assume that, oh, then it just floods the insides that's what they normally assume but that's not it it's not okay it's it, it, like that's a good idea that's a good idea it's a very good idea but it's not it you know it's not it so of course that's a really good example as well okay now of course when it comes to male characters and stuff like that also that's another thing that's also really really weird as well like, that's also a really weird idea as well because you can tell that certain artists or certain creators don't really understand that uh, the body parts of it as well specifically like you can tell like drawing dicks that's really easy drawing dicks are low-key easy they're easy as shit to draw everybody has seen a dick everybody can you can even draw a stupid you know the, you can use three shapes to draw a dick okay a, a circle a, a rectangle and a weird little heart shape that's And most people, normally when people draw dicks, they don't even draw the top side. They only draw the bottom side because that's the side that's easier to draw. Everybody knows how to draw the bottom side, but no one really knows how to draw the top side, which is also another weird part of it as well. Okay, and nobody, nobody knows exactly how a dick has a hole in it. Nobody knows how to put it correctly. Everybody puts it on a random spot because it looks good. But that's not how it works. Like, it's just so many different things. And you can tell the artists who really know their shit. But it's most likely that the artists who know all their shit are most likely the gender of that individual character. So if you see a, a, a not safe work artist who knows how to draw a dick, it's most likely that that's a man drawing a man, okay? And when it comes to women it, with um, pussies, it's like, oh my god, it's completely ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous, uh, the amounts of differences and the amounts of bullshit that's like, completely wrong. For example, to this day, there are still people that don't really understand what a hymen is. Which is incredibly like, oh my god. And there's still a whole joke of like that people don't know what, um, uh, what the, uh where, that men can't find the clitoris. Or that no one really knows exactly what the clitoris is and stuff like that. Which is another aspect of it that's like, oh my god, what the hell? I know what that is. I know how to find one. It's, it's right the fuck there. And no one can ever tell. And another thing is that there will be artists who never even draw it. Like, you'll look at it and be like, where is it, though? You obviously don't know where it is, and stuff like that. Like, it's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious to be able to see this stuff. And vaginas are even worse. Vaginas are even worse because of the fact that they're so complicated. They're so complicated and very different than men uh, uh, with um, with dicks. Because it's a body part. You know, men, uh, uh, well... Um, A dick is more of a body part, so it's easy to draw it, it's easy to be able to draw a dick, it's totally fine. But it's difficult to draw a vagina because it's not technically a body part, it's a whole, it's um, folds of skin, it's not an individual piece, it's not a whole individual unit thing. So it's very difficult to be able to do it, and it's very difficult to even know all the inner workings and all the things and stuff like that. And what's funny is that, I bet you, um, the reason that we have this whole idea that of the, the, you know, the see-through thing. You know, the reason that we have the whole see-through thing bullshit and how you can see it and all the wrong things of how the universe technically works and all that shit. I feel as though the reason that we have that is solely because it's men animating these things. And even if they did have women animating these things, I guarantee you that the women who are animating these things don't know all the details. They don't know that's not technically how that works. You know? But the damage has already been done. People already, now there's people that actually get super turned on by these see-through images and things like that. And of course, that's part of it. You know, now, you can, it's, it's like how people are with dinosaurs. You know, everybody loves the idea of the T-Rex looking a certain way. But, you know, people have gotten attached to this idea of what a T-Rex looks like. Now we have new ideas of what they look like. And, you know, they don't have the big teeth sticking out, like in Jurassic Park. They actually had lips where if the T-Rex's mouth is closed, you can't see the teeth. You know, it actually looks like a lizard, you know? But people don't really like that idea. They like it more when you can see the teeth. You know, they like it more that you can see the teeth, but still, it's just one of those things where, you know, it's kind of just a thing. This little inaccuracy that people thought was real, and then we get proven otherwise, people have already grown attached to it. Because they grew attached to it, now they don't want to change it. Which of course is another weird aspect of it that's also very agitating, okay? it's not bad but at the same time it's also something that's like wow that y'all were kind of wrong about that specifically another aspect of it of course is the fact that um, the uterus specifically always being shown vertically always it's always being shown vertically every time that you see it every single time but you never get to see it horizontally okay so every time that they want to show a see-through scene like that it's always with the uterus completely being shown in that t-shape that you see you know, the T, the little strings, the, um, the little ball thingies, and the rest of it. The, the, the shaft, kind of. That's what you normally see. That's normally what you see, but that's, of course, the top view. That's you looking down at it, okay? So, of course, then, like, and you can tell that these people don't really understand it because then you'll look at it, and then you'll see, oh, shit, the dick is sideways. But then you look at the characters, and they're not in that kind of position, so it's like, okay, well, whoa, 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 whoa. So what her shit is horizontal what her shit is sideways what like it's a weird thing it's a very weird thing okay and i don't even think that they're completely horizontal i don't even think that they're like completely a straight line like it's a straight t you know like if you've made a 3d model of what the letter t looks like i don't even think it's like that i think it's more of like um uh um not even like a or you know how they have like a um what's that shit? a slingshot that both, um, arms are sort of perfectly horizontal with each other and level with each other, you know? So if you look at it sideways, it looks like a stick, and then you look at it front ways, it's a V or a, a U. No, a Y. Jesus, a Y, a U, a V. Can I write letters? And anyway, but yeah, that's another example of it that's also agitating as shit, because I don't even think that that's true. I don't even know if I'm right or wrong, but I, I wouldn't surprise me if that's wrong, that it's not actually like that and that it's completely other different bits. Cause come on, you really think that the human organism or that the human body is that perfect? I don't think so. I would argue that they're just a different position. So show me um, a side profile of an actual woman. You know, I feel like there will be a difference in it. So it's not perfectly lined up. Maybe it is, maybe, I don't know. But I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that and I also highly doubt that they're both level with each other Like I highly doubt that one ovary is like the same height as the other one. I highly doubt that Because men can't men aren't even in the same hell our nipples aren't even the same So of course that's another example of it as well And to focus on another thing as well now we of course focus on fetishization Fetishization or fetishes are also another thing that's also It's a hot topic, it's a hot topic, because some of them are fine, whatever. You know, a lot of them are just odd. That's the the thing that we all need to acknowledge. Some of them are odd, some of them are normal, some of them are understandable, you know, whatever, whatever. They're all normal. Any fetish is totally fine, you know, they're just fine. But at the same time, some of them are not good. Okay, one fetishization, of course, is the idea um, that I've seen. It's also a little weird, but at the same time, it's also like, one could argue that that's, eh, I don't know, okay? I don't really know. Okay, there's multiple different ways that you could argue about it. One can argue that that's just a random thing, and another can argue that that's actually um, bad and unhealthy for an individual. Okay, a good example, of course, is, um, le- okay, let's say this. A white woman dating a black man. Some people would view that as a spe- uh, as the woman is fetishizing the black man. Okay? Did I just die? I think you did. That, of course, is viewed as um, the the woman itself is fetishizing the black man. Okay, now there's of course you know lots of people can basically say that. Uh, okay, oh no, no no no. Okay, let's go with um, a nationality that is fetishized the most, which of course is Latinos, Hispanics, and just anybody from South America or just anybody that's just you know spicy, as many people would put it. Okay. Latino people are just- I'm just gonna call them Latino people just because it's just- That's the one that I would personally go with, you know? So yeah. Latinos have been um, uh, fetishized the most. I would argue that they have been fetishized more than any other nationality or ethnicity on Earth. Honestly. I really think so. Okay? Because there's no- like, the fetishization that you see with other ethnicities is not really the same. It's not really the same as this okay it's it's one thing but it's not the same level spanish-speaking characters or latino people in general are seen as spicy exotic spicy boy. and exotic hi buggy. that was cool i guess this is the end of that part or not really that part but i don't want to talk about this in of Yeah. of yeah hi, but i like their whole mask Or maybe I can talk about it in front of her. Is this, I don't have to change a lot of wording. Like a lot of wording. Okay, let's do it like this. How about this? Um, uh, characters. I'm gonna change it. If you're smart, then you'll follow along, but I'm not going into the great details, okay? I should've done this episode way earlier. I should've, but I was tired. (laughs) I was tired. So of course, as I said, Actually, hold She's on. Like that, well, maybe she just wants a hole. Oh, come on. It was, it was cool. I don't know where the head got. Give it some. Wait, do you need to think? Yeah. Where is the head? I don't think so. Give Give me the balloon. Not that balloon. One, the pink one. No, it's only the green. Give me the pink one. Okay. Oh, never mind. Not yet. Oh yeah. Dude, the head is gone. Okay. Where's the little bird neck? Look, it's right here. Anyway, um, back to what I was saying. No, I'm not going to drop like right there. Oh no. I finally put it back but like originally saying um latino people or latino characters face the most of it they are seen as exotic as foreign um different you know spicy you know all kinds of feisty kind of shit really go i want to see sorry You know what? Tell you what, I'm just gonna pause the episode, and I need a break anyway. Actually, because this episode, that last rant about all that extra shit, oh my god, because I'm still kind of hot from that last rant about the sexism and everything else. So yeah, tell you what, this episode is, this part specifically is actually gonna be quick. uh, It's actually gonna be really, really short. Um, I would just say that we're gonna take a 15 minute. I don't know, for you, I would tell you a 15 minute break for class, but I'm probably gonna take like a couple of hours. You know, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, and I'll come back to this. The episode is not over, I'm just coming back to it later. Alright, geez. Alright, so today, it's been like the next day, I literally just woke up. Not woke up, but, like, I kind of just got up. I haven't even had breakfast yet, so, like, I'm a little drowsy. It's a little early for class today. <laughs> the last episode, or the last bit, was done yesterday, and I went to sleep after. You know, like, after I was like, you know what? I'll just do this tomorrow when they're at school. So, I said, fuck it. I drew. I got to sleep, eat, all that shit. So, ugh, Now I'm awake. Jesus Anyway, <clears throat> um, to continue with the last bit, this is technically going to, I think this episode might be a part two thing like it was last time with anatomy. Please know this is not going to be a normal thing, okay? The only times it's going to be going into a part two is if the topic itself is too long for one single episode. These episodes are supposed to be an hour, and, uh, are supposed to be two hours and something minutes, or just an hour and something minutes. Okay, that's where it's supposed to go. It's not supposed to be going around to three hours. So, you know, the only time that it's going to be longer than that is if it's going to be longer. Okay? Now, of course, this is basically the same amount of time. I think that this is basically the same amount of time that your teachers would be focusing on these kind of subjects if they actually did go into that, that much detail and stuff. Because, you know, the cl- they talk about the class and get to the main points and stuff like that. In this, and then you know whatever they don't get, they go into the next thing. But if you focus on the entire unit, the entire unit itself might take up to three or four hours. You know, that's three or four hours of your teacher talking about the entire unit. But you're not gonna get all of that in one single go. You know, in my podcast, however, you're you're gonna get it all in one go. Okay, so eh, whatever. Now, of course, you know to go back to my um, main thing. Ugh, to so go back to my main thing about anatomy and things like that, or not anatomy, but um, we uh, in the l- uh, last bit we just talked about sexual parts that people don't know how it works or how to draw it. Okay, so of course we talked about. Um, we're focusing mainly on women for right now, with uh, titties that people just put a shirt on them and then they sort of make it look like the titties are vacuum sucked onto the titty or something. So the shirt is basically wrapped around it or something like that. It's a little weird, but, yeah, people do it. I still see it to this day, even with big-deal artists and stuff like that. So, it's not really something bad at the same time. It's normally, I normally associate it with somebody that doesn't really know exactly how titties work, you know? And technically, you can still see it in, you know, actual TV shows, you know, depending on... Okay. Past a certain point in an artist's career... Certain things that you would normally classify or identify as, oh, that's a novice thing or something that you do because you don't know how to draw it. After a certain point in this artist's career, I I call it a career, but it's not a career, but uh, in the amount of time that they've been doing this, that certain points after that then it's not really that they don't know how to do it it's part of their art style or they personally prefer this uh, this aesthetic for it so like I said with the whole idea of like the shirt completely wrapping around the titty that's something that's normally seen as um you know I would normally look at it and be like oh you don't know how to draw a titty or that's not how titties work the shirt doesn't go wrapping completely around the titty itself and it's just a ball strapped to their chest that's not really how it works but, you know, depending on the show in question, or depending on the artist in question, you can actually identify that this is actually part of the, car- uh, the artist's art style. A good example, of course, it's Hasbin Hotel. In Hasbin Hotel, the first episode, the white lady with the blonde hair, that lady that, you know, the, the target, she actually has her titties just like that, where the shirt, it's literally sort of just a ball attached to her chest, and the shirt is practically wrapping around the entire thing. So, of course, that's a good example. Okay, and that's, once again, just that's, you know, it's pretty easy to identify art style from not knowing, okay? It's a good idea, to uh, not a good idea, but it's really easy to identify whether or not somebody's doing something in a specific way because it's their personal art style versus, you know, just something that they just don't know or that they don't know any better, okay? Now, there's nothing wrong, the reason I'm stating this, is that there's technically nothing wrong with one version or the other. It really depends on the context. A lot of artists... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm still fucking... I gotta get of episode. Anyway, um, but a lot of artists will try to pretend or try to make it seem like realism is, like, the goal. So if you have a character that has a really, really big head for their body, like Timmy Turner or something like that, Um, There's going to always be an artist that has to say to you, oh, why is his head so big? Blah, blah, blah. And try to hit you with realism and try to hit you with that. uh, You know, and just tell him to suck your dick. That's all you got to say. Just tell him to suck your dick because that's your art style. That's your thing. You know, it's good to be aware of these things. And it's good to, uh, like, um, uh, uh, make sure that when you're drawing these things, that you're aware of these things. You're aware that that's not how titties work. But you are choosing to do it this way because this is your art style. You know? That's the thing. Avoid ignorance. Okay? Do, don't do this because of ignorance. Do it because you choose to do it in this way. Okay? So don't draw a character with a big head and stuff like that because you don't know how to size the head down or something or draw a tiny face. Make it so that you do know how to do it. You just choose or you like to do it this way. It's more of your personal style in this way, okay? Make sure that you can accurately or be able to accurately say or proudly say, I do it because I personally like this more. Not I do it because it's easier or I do it. Well, you can't say I do it because it's easier, but you can't say I do it because I don't know how to do it the right way. You know, that's, that's something that I would tell you to go aim for. I feel like that's something that can't be taken another way, but yeah, I feel like that's something that's, yeah, you know, ugh, my eye. Ugh, I'm putting my, my glasses, that's also something that wakes me up too, cause these fucking glasses are cold as shit. to get my cup and my phone, alright, so as I said, um, that's titties and shit, now technically now, of course, now that we talked about fetishization and shit, you know, with the idea that a lot of things are getting fetishized and stuff, I keep fucking up that word, I think, but just, you know, a lot of shit keeps getting a fetish onto it, like I said, that's not really, I don't really know, I don't really know my own opinion on this matter, solely because, it's bad, but at the same time, it also can be seen as good as well. Okay? Everybody has a random thing, and you can't really control your fetish or something or something else like that. If you have a random attraction towards a foot, then fine. You have a random attraction towards a foot. You know? So it's like, eh, I don't really know. So, I don't really know all that much. Unfortunately, I'm not an expert on this subject, so I can't really give you all that great advice on that. But I can, what I can do, however, is give you advice on other shit, okay? Now, of course, as I was originally saying, um, the idea of fetishization, or just fetishing things, is... Uh, not even new. It's not even a new thing. And sexuality is technically something that a lot of times in history, it's always been going back and forth. Sexuality in history has always been sort of having a war with society. That's kind of the weird thing. Okay, there are many times in human, uh, in human history where sexuality or just anything sexually related of course is completely free it's completely free it has no boundaries and then there's also times in history where Sexuality is completely shunned, taboo, and you don't do it at all, basically, or that's the goal. The goal is to not do it at all until, unless it's making a child, and even then, only under these, these, uh, only under these specific circumstances. And then it goes right back to being completely free again. So that's the weird thing about human society, or just humans in general. You know, it's constantly going back and forth depending on the society standards. And it's also constantly going back and forth based on what's going on in the world, okay? So it's very, very, very weird, okay? Now, as I originally stated, uh, as I originally stated with the whole, gen- uh, with the whole idea of, um, of uh, that, there's also the idea um, of the fetishization of um, the see-through images, see-through images. I don't really know if it has a name, but yeah, see-through images that's something that's like, okay, but now it's sort of gotten to a point, like I said earlier, that you can't really do anything differently now, you know, you know, like, for example, um, most of the time, most of the time, the people that do these things, you'll notice that sometimes, uh, like, when they see the see-through image of the ovaries getting filled up, then it's always from the top view, it's always a top side view, so, you know, that's like, you know a topside view but then you'll see that the dick is of course also in a topside view as well and then when you look at the character's positionings then it's like okay so what is their dick rotated to the left or something what's going on like everyone you're not taking it this way or you're taking it in a completely different in a wrong way so of course that's another example of how things are like yeah you don't really know exactly all of that okay Another idea, of course, is the fact that it it floods the thing. uh, That it floods the ovaries, which is also... I don't even know what the fuck it's called. I don't even think there's a slang for it or something. So, yeah, it floods the ovaries. And that's also something that's not technically... It's not... not, Yeah, it's closed, so it's not there, you know? So, of course, that's part of the thing that makes, like, oh my god. You know, there's lots of different things that are, like, really, really odd for these different kinds of things. It's just like... Yeah, you don't... (sighs) Okay, you're kind of right, but at the same time, you're also a little off, you know? You're close, but you're not there. So, of course, that's also that, especially with finding the clitoris, which, of course, um, is that little dot thing. (laughs) Okay, now, of course, that's how I personally, every time that I say it, I always, because there's always this huge joke, um, hold on. Hold on. There's always this huge joke that men don't know what it is. And even every time that I say it, that I do know where it is. See, I'm right. Okay, I always, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I always get concerned that I don't really know. But yeah, like I originally said. Hold on. Yeah, like I originally said, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Every time that I have to state that, uh, that I know what it is, I always get confu- I always get a little bit subconscious that I might be wrong, and every time I Google it, and I figure out I was right in the first place, like, if I would just not doubt myself, I, was, I know I'm right. Anyway, but yes, that of course is also a thing as well. A lot of men don't even have any idea, and they think that it's other shit, and it's also kind of odd. It's a little odd, you know? <laughs> like, it's very, very odd. And then there's also other things as well. Okay, there's other things as well that's also like, okay, mm, that's not really how that works. Now, technically at the moment, we're mainly focusing on women. For At the moment, we're mainly focusing on women because let's be real, women have more complicated bodies, okay? The body design of, of a woman is a little bit more complicated than men. Okay, yes, we're complicated too, or we have complicated body parts down there too, but at the same time, I don't think it's as complex as it is, and not even, uh, and a part of me doesn't even want to say that it's complicated. A part of me doesn't even want to say that it's complicated, a part of me just wants to say, oh, it's actually pretty simple, we just don't bother to pay attention to it, or we just don't bother to learn anything about it. Okay? that's kind of another thing that's also like very annoying to me that we don't really bother to actually focus on these things as well another uh, aspect of it as well um i don't really know because i don't really know i need like some kind of professor to help me out on this subject but um one idea that i also had is that we have doctors specifically for women but we don't really have any there's no doctors specifically for men you know so, we actually have gynecologists, but we don't have dick doctors, which is also a weird aspect of people, okay? So, that could, of course, be evidence to why women are more complicated, but at the same time, another part of me, a little part of me in the back of my mind thinks, I don't even think that they are that complicated. I just don't think that people are, you know, I think we're painted this picture that they're more complicated because people just don't, pay because uh, people just never gave a fuck for the longest time. And now that we're finding out all these intricacies and all this extra shit that we originally never thought of way back in the day, now we're slapping it with complicated. Women are complicated. You know, and that men should not know all these complicated details and stuff like that. Yet they're going to be having wives at some point And, you know, like, what? I don't get it. You know, it's, it's just a little odd to me. It's very odd. Now, as I said specifically... Um, that's of course one aspect of it. Another aspect of, of um, it, where we're now we're focusing on titties specifically. Titties are sexual, but at the same time they're not. We all know for a fact that uh, the titties are not supposed to be a sexual thing. Okay, they're just there for a child. Okay, that is it. They are a food source for babies, of course. Now, of course, there's always been this random thing where it's sort of viewed as a sexual. Um, part, but at the same time, it's not. It's always kind of been going, always going back and forth between being a sexual part or not being a sexual part as well, which of course is very just like, wow, you know? Now, of course, I don't really know exactly when this whole idea that this part is actually a sexual part as well. I don't really know exactly when it started becoming a sexually seen thing, okay? Personally, I would argue that if you have an attraction, or you, if you think titties are a, um are just a sexual part. Personally, I think that that's um that there's an argument that you can make that that's feathers, that that's a fetish. You know, someone. I think personally that there might be a case that you can argue for that that's a fetish. Okay. Because when you say that you're uh, attracted, because when you say uh, dick and pussy, then it's like, okay, fine. You don't really think of it that way. You know, because obviously that's kind of the point. You know, that's kind of the point for these things. But when you talk about feet or something that's not really supposed to be seen in the sexual view, then, you know, you call it a fetish. So I would, uh, you know, I could understand if somebody actually came up to me and had a case for why titties are a fetish and not actually a sexual thing. You know? I don't really understand why, I don't, and I personally don't understand how titties were treated in a different way, you know, I don't understand, you know, I never really understood how titties originally became, were originally this thing, and then somehow transitioned into a part that's sexual, and yet at the exact same time, men's titties, or men's, I call, men. I call, I'm a man, and I don't have titties, but I call my chest titties, okay like titties is just this right here you know it's just the the muscles on your chest that's what i call it so you know a lot of times if i'm talking to a man or i'm talking about a man or i'm talking about myself i call my chest titties regardless <laughs> like i don't uh, like uh like oh like one time my brother and me were fucking around and he hit me and then he hit me right in the titty and i just said ah you hit my titty and my brother was just dying for 10 minutes, talking like, about, like, how, why would I call it a titty? And I was just like, cause it's my titty, you know? Like, you hit my titty. So, of course, <laughs> that's how I normally view it. Okay, that's how I normally view it and stuff like that. So, of course, hold on. Ugh. It's so One thing I like to do is I like to, like, tap the cup something or just shake the cup around and stuff like that in hopes that all oh, the fizziness can basically go away or something oh the sound I, I was about to take a sip hold on I'm so sorry <laughs> fucking thirsty I'm sorry this will probably wake me up um let me find also the megala was today or not today I think it was actually yesterday or today I'm not entirely sure um but hold on let me uh what is that shit uh street noise that's what it is Street noises. Woo, that's it. Woo, that's it. Woke me the fuck up. Oh, shit. Okay, ah, shit. I fucking like soda in the morning wakes people the fuck up okay, fuck coffee, fuck alcohol, fuck all that shit, okay, just a sip of soda just makes you go, whew, that shit is sweet, okay, (laughs) that shit will wake up your mouth, anyway, now back to what I was originally saying, um, uh, what was I saying, actually, oh, yes, yes, titties, so, yes, I can understand the, uh, the argument that people can make for it, now, personally i don't really understand how this became a thing i have no idea honestly because even in images of adam and eve eve covers up her chest uh, actually hold up hold up okay i'm trying to talk about older things like that okay obviously because we already view titties as a sexual thing in today's society of course i expect you to cover them up you know still it's it's the fact that you have to is still a little bit weird to me but still I understand that that's also kind of viewed in this way but especially older images like Adam and Eve itself I I feel like and Eve. not the book <sighs> oh okay Okay, so in some of the oldest, oldest pictures, Eve isn't show, uh, covering her chest. Okay. Oops, my ringer's on. Okay. But then again, a lot of these older photos, however, are also showing her with her chest covered up by some random bullshit. Yeah, okay. Okay 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 yeah so that doesn't really surprise me <laughs> so yeah still um you know still that's the part uh, that's the part that's like really really weird titties are not technically supposed to be for you know uh, a sexual attraction or something they're technically supposed to be just for you know feeding your kids and shit and of course the whole ice yeah, uh, oh shit The whole argument, um, please note, the whole argument that you can make over somebody basically saying, oh, you can't be breastfeeding in public, suck my whole dick, okay, if I was a woman, suck my whole dick, okay, like, oh my god, go to hell, honestly, that's one of those things that, like, if you actually believe that shit, like, that's one of those things that, like, somebody could actually cuss you the fuck out, and then I'll just tell you, just, just drop dead and go to hell, Honestly, cause that's no 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 no. That's one of those things that actually pisses me off. Because now you're basically putting someone. Uh, now not only are you putting yourself in someone else's business, or you're not minding your own business, you're also trying to mind the business of two different people. Okay, one you're minding the uh one you're pro, uh, you're minding the business of somebody that is a mother and it's already hard enough. And then two, you're also trying to mind the business of a fucking baby fucking baby that no one can control it can't control whether or not it gets hungry okay so what you know so it's one of those things where that actually pisses me off okay and i think that technically those those arguments of like whether or not that you should stop um, breastfeeding in public or something i think those arguments are beginning to die down i haven't heard any big incidents like that in recent years but still Ugh. That shit is very frustrating, and I do remember when it was, like, all over the place, everybody was talking about it, and that shit always used to piss me off. Anyway, but yeah. And, of course, that whole argument of, like, breast milk over, uh, baby, uh, baby formula or something like that. Suck my dick. Okay? Suck my dick again. Okay? You know why? Because it's just... Bitch, if you want to give your baby formula or you want to give your baby breast milk, fine. That's the mother's issue. That's not your issue. Okay? Help. um, breast milk might be easier, or formula might be easier, you know, whatever, it's your, uh, whatever, that's like arguing with me because, oh, how dare you give your kids macaroni and cheese, but my baby likes macaroni and cheese. No, you shouldn't be giving them macaroni and cheese, you have to give them rice and, bre- rice and beans, and it's like, bitch, <laughs> go over there, feed your baby the way you want to feed your baby, that's like your baby, Okay? So, go somewhere. So, sorry, I'm like fixing my hair at the moment. So, um, my headband is like hot. Alright, alright. So, as I originally was saying, that's part of it also. So, of course, um, with titties and shit, I understand that people have their own like uh, attractions and stuff like that and whatever, you know? As I said prior in a different thing. Um, when you're looking at not safe work artists, you can definitely tell what they're into based on how they draw certain things. So, you can definitely be able to tell if a not safe work artist has a foot fetish because of how well, or not really how, uh, not that they have a foot fetish, but that they really like feet, or they really appreciate the look of a foot because of the fact that they're able to draw feet in such great detail, you know? Or you can be able to, uh, tell that this character, or not this this character, but that this artist basically really likes, um... I don't know a really likes the mouth or something based on how or things about the mouth based on how well they draw the smile the tongue the tongue <laughs> you know what I'm talking about you know the tongue thing if they draw that then you can definitely tell they really like the mouth and stuff like that or luscious lips or other random things because you know not safe for work artists normally tend to draw what they like you know they normally tend to draw what they like. Some artists have more of a physical thing. So, you know, one artist I know likes to draw a lot of muscles and stuff like that and mainly focuses on muscles. However, another artist, however, doesn't really like drawing muscles. Well, they do like drawing muscles, but it's not just the muscles. It's more of the aesthetic that's associated with the muscles itself. So it's very grunge, gothic, punk, um, emo style for their muscly characters and stuff like that. Very, uh, um, you know, very just tough um, like a combination of a jock and a, 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 an a emo, you know, a combination of the jock character and the emo character, you know, oh my eye, um, yeah, so that's kind of a thing as well, so it really depends on the artist specifically and what they're personally into the most, okay, so you can definitely be able to tell these kinds of things, if you notice a trend, then you can basically kind of figure it out. artists artists normally don't tend to draw things that they're not into okay now now of course as i said we were mainly focusing on the female anatomy and the things that people just don't really pay attention to or not really notice and things like that okay they also not uh, another thing that's also noting is of course the idea of um um the placement Placement is also something that's a little bit odd as well. That's a little bit odd as well. I have seen some non-safe work artists place the uh, the pussy way too high. Like they'll literally place it so that they'll place like they're um they'll place it in a spot that basically makes it so that it's literally in the same spot as a dick. So like you can, it, it, I don't really know. Maybe it's an... I don't know. But if they're I don't know. It's <laughs> sometimes I see it. And it's like that's a little high, don't you think? there's a massive amount of space in between it like eh, that's not really where it's supposed to go okay it's like supposed to be a lot lower okay so for those of you who don't know the pussy is supposed to be quite literally underneath the person like quite literally on the bottom of a human being you know okay so if you're sitting down if you are sitting down then um you know you're sitting down on the floor okay um as a man right where your taint is, you know, right, uh, that basically is where it is, okay, that's where it is normally, or, um, another way to put it is, if you don't know what that is, then one, go google it, but if you don't want to go all that, uh, do all that bullshit, literally, the, the very bottom part in between your legs, like, behind your stuff, and the very bottom part, okay, that's the part, that's normally where it is, okay? That's where it is. The pussy is, uh, the pussy specifically, I say the pussy, the pussy, the pussy, you know, there's an old stupid video, <laughs> there's a stupid old video about that shit, but anyway, um, the, uh, the pussy is specifically underneath the human being, okay? That's where it is, it's quite literally on the very bottom, okay, so that's where it is normally. With guys, however, our shit is actually kind of up in front. So literally, it's at the very, um, the center, um, it's at the front zone. So normally, the spot where a lot of artists normally put, um, the pussy specifically, or the ones that do it wrong, they got it right for a dick, but that's not the right placement for a pussy. So that's, of course, the big problem with it. So, you know, you just need to move it, or you just need to be aware that, Uh, If it's the pussy that is on the bottom of the human being If it's a dick, however Then it's basically not the bottom But it's at the bottom zone of the V-line Okay, so just there At the V-line and stuff like that And when you join them up Before you draw the dick You do the V-line of where the hips and stuff like that And the thighs sort of meet So you do the V-line And then you just wrap it around Sort of like a U in a sense And that's where the, the bottom of the human's body is You know, from the front view and then you basically place the dick around in that zone okay most of the time okay and if you're making a character that's standing up this is something i've also seen i've also seen a person this artist does this did this image of like their characters normally and then they did a nude version of their characters okay now the thing about this artist however is that they had a dick in the perfect spot like literally in the perfect spot but then the like when the girl was standing you can see her hole, like, you can see the pussy hole, and, honey, that's not how it works, <laughs> you can't see it that way, like, you know, you, the only way that you can physically see it is if you physically rotate the body, there's no way that you, she's just standing there and you can see straight inside, like, no, <laughs> that's, like, the equivalent of putting a dick directly underneath the human, so, like, when the human spreads their legs, it looks like a tiny weird little dangly thing in between like like literally in the middle of your thighs okay like that's where the uh, that's where the pussy normally is so imagine if you're a dude and your your dick and your balls are like right there in between your thighs like literally in between your thighs Okay, and I'm not talking about like they start from the spot that you normally have. No, they're growing out of your body directly underneath you, in between your thighs. That's where it's. That's that's the equivalent of drawing um, the pussy in the wrong spot, <laughs> and it's weird. You know, sometimes it looks. You look at it, it's like, hmm, that's a little weird. Because then again, you also have to think about it in. Because that's also one, but also think about it in the way of the point of this object or the point of it. Okay. Think about the, uh, uh, the point of why it would be there. Why does it make sense that it's going to be there? Because the baby has to come out, okay? So imagine that it was the same spot that a human has their dick, okay? So imagine that the baby basically has to sort of make a go around a corner, you know? The baby has to t- a sort of, like, if the baby was being born through this hole, then the baby has to go around a corner, you know? That's a lot more complicated than just going a straight shot, you know? So of course, that's another big reason, okay? Okay? Now, whether or not you want to argue that that's um, uh, uh, divine design, I think that's called what it's called, divine design, I think, or whatever, or just uh, uh, evolution or Darwinism. Don't look at me. I don't know. I already talked. I, I already talked about this in a different episode. I think I did, but I already talked about this in a different episode. I don't know. Okay. So I'm gonna be um, arguing for both sides. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. So, of course, it doesn't really make sense that a baby would be going down and then having to take a corner, you know, having to take a right on the next corner or something like that, you know? <laughs> could you imagine, could you imagine, hey, like, the baby looks at their twin sister or something like that. Hey, do you know how to get out of here? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, you just go down to the left, and once you pass the ovaries, take a right on, the o- uh, on ovary street. Okay, thanks, <laughs> you know, could you imagine that? Oh, my God, that's funny. So, moving on. Now, of course, you know, that's, of course, that, specifically. Now, to move also on to men, specifically, now we're going to be focusing on the aspect of men, specifically. Now, men, personally, some people could argue that women are easier to draw, and then some people could argue that men are easier to draw. I don't really know. For me, personally, in my personal opinion, I think women are easier to draw, and I think that men are kind of harder. And the funny thing is, I like drawing men more, personally. I personally like drawing men uh, men more, I have more of an attraction uh, towards the male appearance rather than female. I still have an attraction towards the female appearance, but I definitely have more of an attraction towards men in general. So with that in mind, that's part of the thing that makes it so frustrating to me because I admit, I do like the female uh, appearance, but it's easier, in my opinion, to draw it because it's not really as many perfect, not perfect curves, or perfect, yeah, it's perfect curves. For the longest time, humans will argue that women are supposed to have the perfect curves and stuff like that. Not really. <laughs> Men, in my opinion, have more of the perfect curves kind of thing because it's a lot more curves. It's the curves of every single muscle. It's the curves of how the chest basically is formed and all this other stuff. Okay, so there's a lot of random things. It's like, eh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of random things that I personally don't like in men, and a lot of things I do like in men. That's also why I have to, you know, focus or specify that these curves are in these specific ways. You know, it's odd, I know, but eh, maybe you might follow along. Maybe if you don't, then I don't know. I don't know how to explain it to you. So, focusing. For dicks specifically, dicks are also something that's incredibly easy to draw. Everybody knows how to basically draw a dick, but most of the time, the dick you know how to draw is most likely the bottom side, and even then, it's only going to be using three shapes practically, which is of course a circle, um, a rectangle, or maybe not a rectangle, maybe something else if you want to be special or something, like a curve, if you want to make it sort of more realistic, or you, um, or of course a heart, or some kind of shape for the top, you know, if anything, if you're really just being with the most basic shapes, then, a, uh, then two circles, a, a rectangle, and a triangle, that's how you draw it, you know, that's like the most, if you want to be like the most simplified version or something, but yeah, the thing about this, however, is that technically dicks are like, once again, they're more complicated than just that. You can't just draw a little dot in between a girl's legs and say that's a hussy. No, no. You can't just draw a random shape like that and then call it a dick. Okay. There's lots of different things that are like really, really annoying about dicks. And the thing about dicks are, is that there's also the argument of whether or not you're going to make the char- or whether or not you're going to make the character circumcised or uncircumcised. Now, for those of you who don't know. Okay, now this is something that technically they teach you in class. They teach you that, not even, I don't even think they mentioned that at all. Okay, and that's something that you also, that's also something, this is where we're gonna start learning about things that I bet you that you probably didn't learn. Okay, so first of all, let's get this out of the way. Circumcision is not the norm. Okay, circumcision is only the norm in two different places. Not even, technically, it, it, three places, but these three places have different reasons for each one. Okay? Jewish culture. If you are Jewish, then uh, if you're Jewish, then all of your uh, uncles, grandparents, brothers, cousins, male cousins and all that stuff, they're circumcised. Solely because that is a religious practice. Okay? Circumcision is a religious practice in the Jewish culture. Okay? So that's one example of where circumcision normally is. The second example, of course, is African cultures African uh, some African cultures have circumcised as a rite of passage but in my opinion um, but they don't do it as soon as the baby is born you get circumcised when you get older some of them do it as soon as the baby is born some of them do it when you get older some of them just you know they just don't do it at all and some of them just you know they just do it at some other uh, some random time okay Still, that of course is uh, once again another religious thing. I would argue that that's a religious thing, maybe it's a culture thing or a tradition, but that's a religious reason as well. America is the only country in the world that does circumcision as sort of the norm for their boys, and yet there's no physical reason for it at all, okay? There is no physical reason, or there's literally no reason to be circumcised as a man. There's no reason, okay? Now, of course, there's also female circumcision as well. Female circumcision is completely different from male circumcision, okay? Female circumcision is basically illegal all, all over the planet. And the reason we can say this is because that is an act of cruelty. It is an act of cruelty that actually fucks up the systems. It fucks up the uh, the woman's um uh, it fucks up the woman's pussy to the point where they can't really do anything. And it's specifically designed to prevent you from. Uh, it's specifically designed assume, to specifically prevent you from having any kind of intercourse at all. Okay, that's kind of the main point. Okay, so that's of course that, and it's a very very fucked up thing. Um, I wouldn't recommend anybody ever searching it, especially if you're a girl. I would never recommend you searching it because it's fucked up. Okay, and it is, luckily, it is, of course, seen as illegal practically all over Earth. So, yeah, no country does it as a norm. Well, some countries do, but, you know, it's not for anything good. Okay, moving on. Okay, then, of course, we have circumcision, specifically circumcision with men. Now, circumcision with men in America, America has this weird trend where something that used to be common knowledge a long time ago, that's just normal and common knowledge ends up being erased and then changed and then everybody believes that this thing is not common uh, that this thing this new thing is common knowledge that oh it was always like this that blah 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 you know there's this weird trend in america and i don't know if they do it with other countries as well but america has the most in my opinion okay america has the most in my opinion but still circumcision was never a thing in America. It was never a thing of tradition. It was only a thing for Jewish customs. Everybody just had a regular dick. Okay, so everybody just had a regular dick for the longest time in America. So that was never a thing that you would just have to get it cut off or uh, you would have to get your foreskin cut off. Now, circumcision t- for the definition basically is the foreskin of the indivi- uh, of the penis being taken completely off. Ill penis. ill. I don't like that. Of the dick. Sorry. So sorry that I had to say that. I'm so sorry that I had to say penis. I'm so, so sorry. But the dick. Okay, it's the foreskin of the dick being completely taken off, alright? And the foreskin is basically just a little bit of skin on the outside. Uh, the, on the tip outside. Okay? So. The thing about this is, it's not normal. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not, not that it's not normal, but it's not, it's never been part of American society that we do this constantly. Okay, it's never been part of American society. The reason it became part of American society is way back, probably, I want to say 40s, 30s, maybe the 20s, I want to say around that zone, maybe, or maybe later, actually, I might be tripping, I might be tripping, and it might be later, but the reason that this was, of course, a thing was because America at the time was going through this massive trend, or not really trend, but it was going through this massive movement of anti-sex. Everything was anti-sex back in the day. So, of course, the reason that boys get uh, circumcised back then was, of course, to stop the boys from masturbating. That was, of course, the main point. Okay? It would stop them from masturbating. Masturbation was seen as such a horrible, horrible thing back in the day. It was a sin. One, that's weird. Uh, Not that it's weird, but that... The Bible doesn't really say anything against masturbation specifically, but yes, it's a sin to masturbate. It's also going to cause you acne. It's going to cause blindness. It's going to cause um uh. it, it was basically going to cause some bullshit about like you're becoming a murderer or that murderers are like masturbators or something like that. So it was this amazing uh, thing to see that these videos like videos of actual medical videos showing poor teenage boys with just like, just got unlucky because they have a lot of acne. They would be shown and then per- perceived as look at the di- uh, look at the normal masturbator and stuff like that. So it basically would cause a lot of um, bullying over this kind of shit. Okay. So of course, basically, this is another thing about American society or just Americans in general. Okay, wait for the longest times, um, t- technically to this day. People use things that we don't like about people as a way to show an example of what we are, of what this person looks like, okay? So, uh, and it's, it's always been a thing. It's always been a thing, okay? So showing a, a teenage boy with fucked up teeth and a lot of acne being used as an example of, oh, this is what a masturbator looks like. Masturbation's bad. You don't want to look like this poor, so, uh, like this poor bastard. No one wants to look like him. You know, they used the same thing when it came to um, uh, the homosexuals. It was the same thing. You know, you just take a bunch of random things that aren't really all that popular or that no one really, you know, some uh, physical uh, aesthetic appearances. And then you just say uh, you slap on uh, the insult of the thing that, you know, society doesn't want to look good on. Or the thing that you don't want it to look good as. So you slap it and say it's homosexual. And then it has all these other aspects or aesthetic aspects about it that make it look bad. That, you, that people don't like in general. And then you just say... Uh, and then you slap it on it and say this is bad. Look how bad it looks. Nobody wants to look like this. You know? And technically we're still doing it right now with Karens. Technically. And yes, I do admit that the Karens thing is kind of a problem. But at the same time we're... Uh, I think it's a little fucked up to say that the Karen hairstyle or the name itself is a problem, you know, personally, if I would have, you know, personally, I would have made it so that the name is not a Karen, I would have made the name a random name that nobody gives a fuck about, you know, like, oh, don't be a Karen, no, fuck that, no, don't be a, um, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know, make a random word, let me speak to your manager, let me speak manager, let me be man, uh, let me be manager, or, I don't know, just some random, like, make a random fucking thing. Like, literally take a sentence, let me speak to your manager, or I want to speak to the manager. I want to speak to the manager. I, I, I want to speak to the manager. I, I, I want to be Mamba, or something. I don't know, I would, just, I would just make it some random thing. Okay, that's something that I do in my story a lot, where I take random words, and I just say it really fast, as a way to basically fuck it up. I fuck up the word, and then I basically make it into a brand new thing. That's how I also do a lot of things in my story. I do a lot of things like that. Okay, so literally, um, I do a lot of things like that as well in my story. Specifically, archaeome. Okay, that was actually, um you know that was actually a thing that it's technically two words maybe you might be able to guess it but i just said the words fast to basically make it so i realized which words or which parts of the words are not that noticeable and i took them out and then called it a brand new word so yeah that's personally what i would have done instead of calling them karens only because karen's actually still a real name and i feel bad i feel bad for the karens that are not actually karens you know i feel bad for them and other things like that. I just don't like the idea of calling people specific names, you know? And even though I have a character Chaz, even though I, you know, I did go down that route for Chaz, I specifically made it so that, you know, they don't call him Chaz. That's the That's the name that, you know, I chose a name that's a very, that energy, but at the same time, there's a new word for Chaz, and I can't really say it because that's a big spoiler and stuff like that for the story, but still, you know, that's part of it, Okay. So, unfortunately, we are hitting our time for this bit, and I think, actually, we're hitting our time for this episode, so I think, technically, our next bit would actually have to, you know, continue in a different part of the episode. Or, actually, you know what? Tell you what. Mm, I don't even know if there's a limit to how long these episodes can be. I don't want to make it longer than three hours, but I don't want to go three hours, but we're already hitting our two-hour-something time, so, yeah. Um, I think I'm just gonna make a part two. Please note, please note. This is not normal, okay? Do not expect that there's gonna be a part two every time, okay? This is only happening for the two classes, Not Safe for Work content, and of course, anatomy. This is the only two times where you're getting a part two. Every other time, you're getting only a part one, okay? So do not think that this is normal, okay? So, we are hitting our time. It literally is giving me a notification that um, it literally says the maximum recording time uh, for segments is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. Yeah, (laughs) so that's the end of this.